It is Sunday, February 17th, 17th, and I got a master plan. You have a master plan. You be careful. The bad guy that. has a you master plan. Be careful how you say that. Nope. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to rephrase it. I have okay. a master plan. Okay. I have a genius plan. Okay. I'm excited to hear about this. At every meet. Every meet. Every single meet that I do, I'm going to attempt one world record on some lift that I struggle with. Preferably squat. Okay. If you get somewhat close to depth, somewhat close, within the within the area, okay. in the ballpark of depth, you will probably get two white lights. You're probably not wrong. I I think I can I, I think I game the system to figure out how I can improve my total perhaps two hundred pounds and be in powerlifting's good graces for the rest of my life. Not on Instagram or social media. No, they no, will no, no. roast crucified. the shit out of me on my desk. Yes. But the record books will have the coolest formula known as Enzo, the bad guy, as all-time record holder in 181, Raw Squat. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. And I, it, it's, it's, as you can see, it's driving me a little bit crazy with – we can't certain see on a podcast, we can't see that. With certain, like you can maybe tell in the tone of my voice. I see the levels; they're kind of going up and down. It's hitting okay. red a lot, so there I'm talking go. loud. My face is red. You guys loud, can't see it. Loud noises. Yes, but <laughs> with world record attempts at meets, yes, it seems that there's a trend that and, every. And these are not federation. These are like the all time, like yeah, it assumes record. Oh, oh yeah, these this is a legit. All-time. All-time, unofficial world records, but yeah. there's never going to be, like, an official official world record. So on openpowerlifting.org. all-time world record, that's kind of the recognized as yeah. the world record. So. Yeah, and if you go on openpowerlifting.org and click that filter, yep. deadlift, all-time, 181, yep. squat, all-time, 181, they will have that ranking. It's like, oh, wow, yep. that, guy's, that guy's really strong. Yep. So there's a trend with a lot of federations. It seems like if you get within the area of depth, they're going to give you two white lights. Because they want to be the meet, they want to be the federation, they want to be the director of the meet that has a world record lift. And it's driving me insane. So are you making the claim, the accusation, the statement that you feel records are being given for publicity and for notoriety? Possibly. For the meet, not necessarily for the lifter. Possibly. In certain circumstances. Okay. And we got an interview with Charlie Blankley. We're going to bring that up. Yes. We're going to cover, recover uh, Battle of the Bay, Battle of Feces, Battle of the Clusterfuck. I don't know what was going on with that meet last week. But I, I'm referring to a squat that I saw at that meet. Now, I stated this before in the interview because we pre-recorded the interview. Okay. I'm stating it right now. I believe that female got depth. Okay. I believe it. But... When I compare it to other lifters during the day, mm-hmm. specifically male uh, squatters yep. getting depth, they were not they were being much more strict with them as opposed to a world record lift. So you're saying there is some inconsistency with the calls there? Yeah, inconsistency and kind of inconsistencies that don't exactly match up to the other arguments we're going on, like favoring certain teams because. Sure. She was a part of the team that was apparently being not favored. Hmm. So it, it it's not really that's going favor with teams or another or a person or another. It's it seems like it's a lot to do with just world record lifts. And I see that in APF meets. Yeah. I've seen that before. I've seen a lot of controversy going around certain um, squats that are questionable on depth, but it's a world record, so you might be getting two white lights there. Yep. 
And it's it's a interesting. That's all, that's all you really need is two white lights. All you need is two white lights in your life, people. Exactly. But it seems to me that it's a weird dichotomy that they're being more strict with certain lifters who aren't breaking world records and are just trying to get a total, as opposed to them being strict with lifters who are breaking world records when you should be way more strict with them. This is. This is a huge thing. It's a world record. It is a huge thing. You want to make those world records pure. As pure as you can. Yeah. Yes. And, and that's – so it's interesting you point that out. I think that's every time – I can be careful how I word this one. You're familiar with Crystal Tate. Yes. Uh, you know, phenomenal lifter. And every time she breaks a record, the internet goes crazy. Mm-hmm. And it, same thing. It's There's going to be a question about depth. It's going to be X men. What's interesting is, you know, a lot of the judges, you know, I, I know quite a few of them that have made the calls on, on her on her lists, on these world record lists, and, you know, they stand by their calls. Yeah. And it's one of those really tough things where you you should be able to trust the judges in, in any meet. And I'm not saying we don't. For sure. I'm simply saying that you should be able to trust them. And, you know, typically what I will say as a reason if people ever ask me what my thoughts are, like, well, I wasn't there. Because most of the time I'm not for for either her list for this particular one in uh, down in Trampa, um, you know I, I wasn't there so I can't mm-hmm. see from their angle. But that, that seems there's enough be, angles though. Yeah, I will I will say and, that because people use that argument a lot. I'm like there's enough angles for me to judge based on my phone. Yeah, and so it's I, I have to agree with you that I do see there has been, and I'm not going to point at any individual. I've seen it across across. Raw, raw classic, equipped lifting, single, everything. When a all-time world record is on the line, mm-hmm. I see so many people that get so hyped for that that they maybe let the bar get lowered. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and not not the one that's on the person's back. It's the the standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the standard seems to be lowered a bit, and it's interesting because it's a world record lift. Let's let's try to be a little more strict. Maybe call another judge. Maybe maybe review just those lifts, like the be- maybe we replay. Have VAR for for that. VAR we bought up in a past show, we did. Um, we did. and one of our archive shows that it's on ESMRadio.net. Check yeah. it out, people. But <laughs> I don't know if we have technology for that. But yeah, I, I guess you're going to need something to I, I to you, eliminate Mike, the human Mike aspect. Has it on his phone. Yeah, we can find it at a meet. Yeah. Because oh. he has no problem telling me when I squat high. Yeah, <laughs> we're training. So. Yeah, we got we got to lim- like somehow eliminate that human aspect of it. Maybe just on world record attempts. Maybe because or just a video review on certain world record attempts, or just making sure, or watching it afterwards and judging it. But you kind of don't want to sit there for fifteen I, minutes judging if some guy got low enough on a squat because it is hard. It is hard to judge. Sure. Especially with certain people. Because a lot of people said this about Ray Williams. Yeah. They say Ray Williams looks like he gets depth from the front, but you look at the side, it's like, where is his depth? I'm like, dude, I really can't tell. I think he gets low personally, mm-hmm. but he's a big motherfucker. A large man. He's a dude. He's a big man. dude. Yes. So I'm just, it's like, I can't tell where the depth is on him. It's hard to read. I understand that. And a lot of, some people I do give white lights to, some people I don't. Yeah. The one that I'm referring to, I believe was a white light. So I'm not discrediting her. I'm just saying if that was a white light, give my boys the white lights too. Yeah. Give the boys I actually care about because that's why I'm a little bit more heated up for this. <laughs> give the boys I care about the white that's, lights. That's fair. That's fair. At but least be, two of them. But just be, they want to be consistent. That's all we ask. Yeah. If you red light them, red light her. If you, you know, white light her, white light them. 
Mm-hmm. That's all we're asking. For sure. So we're going to cover more Battle of the Bay with our interview with Charlie Blankley later, and we're going to give you a whole reason why you hear, you actually heard about it. That there was an actual battle in the Bay. <laughs> yeah, that there is. Yeah, why you actually heard about it in the first place. Yes. But uh, first, before we get into that, uh, we covered this two weeks in a row now. Go to be three. Yeah. Currently. Are, are we talking about? Are we talking about the the, the main issue or the Soul Sarah watch? Uh, the Soul Sarah watch. First, give us an update on that. She no longer follows me. No longer follows you. He is a... Is that a ghost follower? I'm not sure. I think, honestly... No, ghost follower who follows you but doesn't like any of your things, right? She never liked any of my stuff. She started following me. I... And she unfollowed you because you didn't follow back. She's right. a follow for follow. I, 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 I oh, okay. Hashtag back. follow for follow. Or, or, she was trying to troll you. Probably. It's one of those. Two. I want to believe that he's trying to troll. That's what I want. Just for just for me to. That's what I want to believe right. too. Like that's why. Like I I, I know I ride on your coattails, and I feel like I did just for followers, and it's great. Yeah, and I and I called her out on several occasions. Yes. So it is like the biggest trigger point for me in powerlifting. Yeah. I actually assume my, it might be another guy. Just but we're, we're, we're going to get gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna get to so the Minnesota USAPL by the way that's the last time we're going to mention this full Sarah on the show for a while I that's, a for, that's the last time Bane's going to I will she will do something to piss me off I specifically called out about mentioning her and giving her a platform on our show but, really yeah. uh, do you have the uh, yeah, Chris, Chris, Chris Meadows specifically called, oh, okay. called us out about that but, okay oh yeah he did too to me yeah. um, Chris I'm probably going to mention her again because she she knows how to. She's like the Darren Ravel of. I mean, I might be da- like you might not know Darren Ravel is. She is triggering. Yeah, Tr- yeah, triggering, annoying. She says stupid things about almost every aspect of powerlifting and fitness that I just can't stand, <laughs> and politics now. So the USAPL meet, the state meet, the highly publicized, uh, publicized state meet that's happening in Minnesota in a high school gym. Uh, happened, I believe, this week. This weekend. Yeah, this like weekend. I think today it's going on right now. But, well, uh, how do we know? Because no one's actually lifting. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So uh, that meet a lot of lifters there who were upset about the USAPL not allowing uh, people going to transition through male or female, uh, not allowing them to compete. Yep. In protest, uh, a lot of the lifters stood on the platform and let time run out because in powerlifting you have to lift within a certain time. If you don't, you get red lights. And you get three red lights. Yep. It's a disqualified lift, and you're done. So they did that in protest, and none of the lifts counted. Um, I, I, protesting is cool. I get it. And I actually, all right, if you want to protest that way, you do it. Tear it up. Protest that way. Um, I yeah. actually think it's a little bit better than just stating that you're not competing in a meet because they already uh, might have already took your money. So yes, I guess yeah. that's a little bit better because I mean the other the alternative is you saving like two hundred dollars. Yeah, to, to me or sixty, sixty to two hundred. If you're if you're gonna make a statement, you make a statement where mm-hmm. and you're gonna make it hurt them. Yeah. You don't compete at the meet, nor do you go attend the meet. Yeah. Because that, at the end of the day, that is that is money that is funneling to the USAPL and to the IPF. Mm-hmm. And you know that. How do you make? Re- how do you think rich people upset? Take away their money. Yeah, pretty much. And so, uh, well, to me, that makes sense that you would just stay away from the meat and not put your money there. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, some folks chose to take a pl- take a stand on the platform and make the platform their platform. Yeah, and I applaud them for that. Mm-hmm. However, there were some opinions that got thrown out about how the USAPL crew was handling it. That yeah. I- that I don't agree with, and you most definitely don't agree with. Oh, no, for sure. And, um, yeah, so, yeah, I guess the protest is cool. 
that also, I mean, you're, you're, you're obviously is getting publicity. We're talking about on two white lights. Yep. So it's going to be available on iTunes. It's going to be available on ironauthority.com. Yep. You got that. So we're covering it. So yeah. yeah. And I'm talking about your protest. So more people know about it, mm-hmm. which is good. You're doing your, you're doing your job. But the issue I had with this protest from this get go was the fact that a lot of people were using it as, in my opinion, oh my God, you did that, didn't you? All right, well, I'm going to cover that a little later. I'm looking through my phone right now, people, uh, trying to get what triggered me into this. So one guy posted, and it was sent to me by, I think, two or three people. Um, He was protesting, him and his team of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, because they're all dressed in green. Mm. Nice singlet color. And he... Was protesting. He did not lift. He got how many red lights you could possibly get in a meet. Which he's never done that before. Yeah, it's uh, he he was bragging about it too, and of course protested everything. Didn't lift. His teammates didn't. In response to the stance the USAPL has. Now people sent me this, and this what triggered me. He said on his story, "There's something perfectly beautiful about this spineless dickhead MC at Geno Powerlifting." He mentioned him. Mm-hmm. Refusing to announce lifters who are protesting while playing a Rage Against the Machine track after, uh, that doesn't make any sense. Playing a Rage Against the Machine track. Let's leave it at that, because yeah. track after track. Should we tell him? Well, you mentioned him in the story, and it'll be pretty spineless and dickless of you not yes. to... Yes, pretty spineless dickhead move. Yeah, if, if you don't go and tell him about it, then just bash him on social media, but... What the hell does you? What the hell do you want him to do, or just the federation in general, or the meet director in general? Yeah. Give you a goddamn platform, roll out a red carpet, give you a literal soapbox to stand. So every fucking I don't know. They had a chance for a soapbox, but they won the stupid meet. Yeah. Well, <laughs> or, or yeah, take. I mean, they're not gonna. They're, I mean, they actually could have because it seemed like five people competed at that meet because yeah. it's a Minnesota state meet go in a high school of, gym. Go throw your medal in the snow. So yeah, I'm sorry you didn't get the soapbox for you to be Harvey Milk for. 15 fucking minutes of your life, and talk to the whopping 47 people in attendance at this small-ass high school gym. And if you can see Angelo right now, he's so upset. <laughs> doesn't, even, doesn't even look like the main gym. Looks like they got the side they gym that the JV team plays for. So, what is so do you want that to happen? Do you want them to roll out a red carpet for you? Do you want them to get like, oh, here's a microphone. Tell, tell the people what you feel. Because we're giving you this... Your feelings obviously matter a lot. They're... They're giving this entire platform, literally, mm-hmm. to protest. Yep. You're not protesting. People are covering it. So do you think it's disrespectful? One, playing Raging Against the Machine while you're protesting is the perfect yeah. band. You're literally- They're anti You're raging against the, the machine. machine. <laughs> the, the establishment machine. Like, that's literally the band. The machine is the USAPL. How do you not get this analogy, you dumbass? How don't you my, do that? My beef with this is is not the protests. It's not it. My beef with this is that he calls out Gino one, mm-hmm. and basically says, "Yeah, he should he should tell or tell the people more about it." Or, what is he supposed to do? No, he's affiliated with USAPL, right. and you're disagreeing with USAPL. Right. The pers- the people he's so affiliated with. That, so that's like you know me at my job, then going out and telling everybody how much my employer is a it, are terrible human beings because they. Don't give me free lunch. Yeah, like yeah. That's, that's, that's the same thing. I did. I I, I was going through uh, you know the stuff that you posted, and, and I went back on his story and was looking through it, and it was like, what is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Oh, I can tell you what's wrong with him. I can tell you what's wrong with him. Please, he has an ego, just like every single person that 
pretends to care about this. Yeah. People might care about this. People might not care about this. What he's upset about is that he's not getting all the recognition he thinks he deserves. He thinks flowers should be falling from the sky because he's making a stand on something he believes, and they're not giving him the best platform for that. He's probably upset that it wasn't really working. I don't know. This is just assumptions on me. It could have been. It could have worked beautifully. Yeah. People could have been like, "Hey, I really respect what you're doing." By going after the MC and saying this isn't a great place to protest, this is protesting. Yeah. Protesting is supposed to be he's, uncomfortable. He's not MCing your protest. He's MCing the meet. And people at the meet, it's like, okay, you're protesting us, so we don't want to give you that platform. Right. But you protest, you counter that by protesting. You're like, we don't care. It's going to be uncomfortable for everyone. It's going to cringe some people, but this is what our protest is. And, and I'm just going to throw this out there. He's we, ego stroking. That's all he is. Can, ego can we, stroking. Can we, let these folks know. They may, some may listen to us, some may not, some may hear this. Y'all may have gotten inspired by Callan Kaepernick's uh, yeah. settlement this week. Yeah, y'all ain't getting that money. No, you're not. There is like, and there's there is not going to be an illegal sport black and white photo of you know whoever this dude is on the platform. Yeah. in his singlet. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Well, man. calling someone that's a spineless dickhead of a person when he's cool. Tino's a cool guy. He's cool. Dude, Every, he's yeah, awesome. Everyone I've ever spoke, I've never met him personally. Everyone has ever spoke to. Him or associated themselves with him said he's awesome. I will see him in two weeks. Yeah, so people say that he's a really cool guy. Yeah. And he's calling him a spineless dickhead. That's rude. And that's a temper tantrum because you didn't get what you wanted and you don't know how to protest because you're not really protesting. No. It's supposed to be like that. Protesting's supposed to be like that. But I guess maybe not enough people said you did a good job today. You inspired me because that's what you really want. You really I want to hear more trans people talk to me about USAPS. I still have any that are. I I had a few. I had a few people who say they're not following me. They they saw this toxic masculinity as uh, becoming an issue in the society. And if you do look at my comments, that's what this person was upset about. Mm-hmm. The comments that were yeah. left on mine. Yeah, there's a lot of fuckheads and douchebags who comment on my stuff who I don't like and would prefer to block them, but that kind of, you know, doesn't exactly give me, like, the greatest reputation of just blocking everyone who disagrees with me. But yeah. there are, and I will call them a douchebag and a fuckhead, and yeah. if they keep on trolling me, then they're getting blocked. Sure. So if you're going to be an asshole, be an asshole, and you're going to get hate from me because I welcome transgender people. Yeah. I would like them training in my gym. I would like them competing in my federation once they figure out how to deal with this. Well, right now, they well, can't. Is, do we have a ton of transgender people who are just screaming, I have to compete? Yeah, with that's what I need to hear. I don't hear that. That's what I need to that hear in order for these people, Swole Sarah, this douchebag, to start making me listen a little bit more. And I don't want to hear from you because you're not dealing with this. Right. You aren't. This is a hard decision, not for you, for other people. You could have friends. It's like that one guy says, a, it's like, oh, I have a black friend, so I know about black struggle. No, no, you, you don't. don't. No, you don't. The black guy does. Yes. Your black you friend does. Nothing. You know nothing about it. Uh, you, know, you know what I know about? The struggle I know about is when there's only six Starbucks in downtown. Angola. Yeah. <laughs> That's the struggle I know about. That's just like, you don't really understand, and you will never understand. No. And you will never understand the same thing that transgenders go through. Unless this guy's a transgender and he's going to, and, uh, or he's going through a transition. To, I want to empathize. I don't want to sympathize. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. There's a huge difference in that. I, I definitely, I never want people to have to deal with those kind of struggles. It sucks. It's terrible. But I, I, I don't want to have to deal with it myself. Yep. Anyway. Yeah, for sure. So uh, that's what happened. I, yeah, the, the fallout of that. So if you didn't get your ego stroked, you just got mentioned on the best powerlifting podcast in the world right now. So there you go, douchebag, whatever your name is. Douchebag Dante, I, I'm pretty sure. But I, I, I will say this. If you want an actual platform 
to do that protest. Yeah. And you really want to show, like, that you're actually sacrificing, quote, mm-hmm. unquote. Do it at Nationals. Do it at IPF Worlds. Mm, you think mm, – do you think – do you think this guy is going to make a dent? Here's no, the problem with certain not. things. It's not going to make. I'm, 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 by the way, this isn't my express. I'm stealing this off of Crystalia. So you wouldn't make a dent in the competition. You wouldn't make a dent, and you won't be good enough to qualify. And the same thing, you won't be good enough to platform. You're not that good. And a lot of people use this fake activism, these off-the-wall theories, these... I really was one of the trigger you. Yeah, these unique ideas, because you're covering up the fact that you suck at powerlifting. Or you're just unremarkable, and you want to be remarkable. be like me and embrace the fact that you are relevant. (laughs) You're relevant because you're on two white lights. That's the only reason I'm relevant. I ride your coattails, man. Or I ride, I ride your ponytail. It's good. It's it's a man bun. That's, man bun uh, sorry. So your pineapple head. Yeah, pineapple hair. So that's. I like that you don't like say that's wrong at all. It's not. <laughs> but all right. So Minnesota State meet. You got covered, Minnesota. Yeah, good job. Good job. Uh, I know. Actually, I'm not bad mouthing Minnesota in the state meet because they're run by USIPL. Uh, Finally, I agree with the decision that they made because you know, we listened to episode two and episode one of it's why I with what they're doing. Yeah, and so messages. and you could compete if if other people going through transitions want to come to me and say, you know, why they disagree with the USAPL, why they agree, or what the issue is with it. To come, to, I don't care. Do it. I, I, I really I, actually want to know. I want to know. I had a conversation Definitely. today. They're like, I don't think USA. Someone commented. Someone we know uh, commented that they don't agree with how they did it, and are like, let's. Why don't we have a trans division? And I'm like, well, if you listen to episode two, you would know that I think a lot of transgender people who are transitioning to male or female want to be known as male or female. Yeah. They don't want to be. Trans. Right. They don't want to be, oh, you're transsexual or transgender. I know there's a difference between yes, the two. Is. You're transgender, transsexual, whatever. We have your own division. Like, no, we don't, like, that's kind of going against they what we they think. Want, but They want inclusion. They don't want to be excluded into their own division. But the same thing, I'm not going to say what they want because I don't know what they want because I'm a, not a transgender. Yeah. I don't know how the struggle is. Nope. I don't know the, all the issues I go through. We understand it's real, but we don't know yeah. what it's about. And t- speaking of triggering. Uh-oh. Last week, Battle of the Bay. Triggered a lot of people in the powerlifting community. A lot of people. Yes. And we have an interview with Charlie Blinkley coming up. He was kind of the, I mean, he's... He was the focal point of a lot of it. He was the focal point of a lot of it. A lot of memes were made. You know you made it when a meme is made about you. Was the person who seemed to be the most upset, or actually the person who let the meet director know that... He was the most vocal of those who were questioning some of the calls and some of the things that were going on at the meet, and... He also received the brunt of the punishment from the meat director, which mm-hmm. we'll, we will get into with him during the interview. Yeah, for sure. But just to cover it, and the reason why it's triggering me is because I mentioned this on the interview. I have a few friends who competed there who made the travel from Illinois to Florida, yep. and they were upset how the meat was run. They said it was a shit show, a bit of a clusterfuck. Yep. A lot of people who I follow who are from and the was, state of Florida. I, I heard that even before I heard what happened with him. Like It was... Mm-hmm. It was Nuts. Yeah, a lot of people from Florida saw through social media that they weren't liking how the meat, uh, the meat was being run, and it all kind of like just exploded into that Sunday where, yeah. um, well, you're going to hear in a sec why it exploded and what happened during that so-called explosion. Yes. But just just through background, um, there was certain things with issues with the equipment. Yep. So a lot of people that I talked to were upset that they were saying that was going to be a 45-pound bar 
uh, power or 50 pound Ohio bar and turn into a 55 pound Ohio bar for squats. Like, I think it was or, a 60 pound. Okay. 60 pound bar is what yeah. the burner account said. Yeah, so uh, he, my burner account said that there was issues with the bars with the plat, uh, with three platforms being run and there was. Oh, uh, Saturday and Sunday, yeah, three platforms yeah. being run. It was a complete nightmare. Yeah, so three platforms being run is going to be really difficult. The venue itself kind of not exactly picking the best venue for it. Yeah. I will stand that hotel, or I will say that hotels are a hard place to have a meet. So you're often going to get your best meets. It's say like a YMCA, a or not a YMCA, like a field house at a YMCA or something. At a field house. I mean, you, here's the thing: you can still utilize a hotel. It's just going to be. You it, need one that's set up as a conference center as well, not yeah. just a hotel with a couple banker rooms. Yeah. And even with that, it's like now you got to ship everything in, so it's going to be a little bit more difficult. Yeah. Gyms often have really good, you know, they have equipment. Obviously, well, you just have Eric Stone run your meet because he's exactly. all stuff, and they they stand there. And the APF actually, if you don't, if you ever looked on the APF and the WPC's website, they actually have a mobile meet mm-hmm. where they've got the plates, they got they got everything. Yeah, and they can have it shipped right to you. Yeah, they they got it going, and that's why certain certain meet directors are good, certain meet directors are bad. Yeah, that's what happens, and. With this whole thing, oh, and also a uh, a controversy with an opener. We talked about that on the show, and the the with lifters an opener, and with a very pretty blatant bending of the rules. Yeah, and and, and I give missing it, an opener and then being able to drop an opener. Yeah, which is kind of a cardinal sin in powerlifting. Yeah, but I know Charles going to get into that during the interview. Yeah, and, and I, I will say, and there was and there was statements released on all yeah. accounts. We, we get into all of that during the yeah. interview, so we, we shouldn't take away from that. We won't. So, yeah, um, but that's kind of the background of Battle yeah. of the Bay. Just now, the reason why we're prefacing this is because we don't get go into the whole background behind it. Reason why people are upset: USPA uh, is often regarded as, or at they, least in recent times, for, the best they're federation for, they're for the lifters. They're doing a great job with you know not being too strict with judging, even though the judging was extremely inconsistent. That was another issue with it. Inconsistent, possible favoring of certain teams over they, the other. They've been known as a, as one of the more consistent federations of late mm-hmm. until this particular meet and the U.S. Open last year. Yeah, we'll get you left judge. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, so people favoring certain lifters, certain teams, yeah. that whole thing. Um, now, what I will say about this before we get into the interview: between two extremes, I always say the answer lies somewhere in the middle. Very true. You could it's a, it's a lot like political parties. Yeah. You want to be a fascist? You want to be a communist? Well, let's go right in the middle between the two wings, and the answer goes baby. yeah. Answer goes somewhere in the middle. Like capitalism, you're a little bit more to the right. Socialist, a little bit more to the left. Just don't be extreme. Yeah. Now with this, the answer definitely lies somewhere in the middle between oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Charlie Blankley and there, the meat director in Florida. There, there there are no innocent people in this equation. Yeah. And and I think that everybody involved in this. Uh, discussion, most admit that there are no innocent parties. Yeah. And, but for me, if I'm going to sway either to the right or left, I'm going to sway a little bit towards my boy Charlie, mm-hmm. one friend of mine, like yeah. the dude, trust the dude. And I believe, based on what he told me, his story of it, seeing the statements released by Richard Ficka, that's his name, correct? Richard yeah. Ficka. Yeah. Um, released by him. <laughs> yeah. Released by him, he. He summed up what happened 
And then Charlie didn't really give us a totally different story. No, we saw, we heard basically the same story. But with months. with the amount of lifters who were complaining, with the amount of lifters who said it was a poorly run meet, how they saw the same things Charlie did, mm-hmm. and Charlie was probably the most slighted by this, I am going to side more with my boy Charlie because of all the evidence that I have. I think the the big message is you got to start running a better meet. If this is a reoccurring thing, you got to start running a better meet. Yep. You got to you got to actually be for the lifters, and for the lifters means that you're running, you're putting on the best meet possible for them. Yeah, and that also means holding people accountable. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, and that's that's another big thing and, with and holding everyone accountable. Yes, if somebody screws up, hold them accountable. Mm-hmm. If somebody makes a mistake, say in how they choose their opener, you got to hold them accountable for that. Yeah, for sure. And apparently, it has happened in the past. Yeah. So enough of us talking. We're going to get to the interview with Charlie Blinkley. We filmed this in a crowded Brickhouse Fitness. We did. Big shout out to everyone at Brickhouse Fitness for letting us do that. Yes, thank um, you so Might have gotten the okay that, you know, a little bit of a destination that we could do more interviews on. I, I'm not opposed to it. It was So, fun. yeah, it was a really good interview that we had. And he was tolerate me there, so that's Yeah, <laughs> that was very nice of them. Yeah. Which I was like, whoa, you're going to let this guy in? Yeah, right. So, yeah, thanks for Brickhouse. Thanks to Charlie for coming out. Uh, it was good seeing him in Illinois. You bet. And, yeah, here's our interview. What's up, guys? It is the bad guy speaking. Uh, before we get into this interview with Charlie Blinkley, I'd like to tell our viewers, um, and almost issue kind of a formal apology, we were recording in a pretty crowded Brickhouse Fitness during gym time, so there's going to be kind of background music going around, other sound effects. For whatever reason, our audio was kind of messed up my voice is louder than Bane's and Charlie's which I'm sure none of you guys want to hear my voice more than Bane or Charlie they have much better voices than I do and we're trying to work on some audio things now and for future shows we're trying to give you the viewers the best audio quality possible so other than that it was a really really good interview we still had a good time interviewing it just want to let you guys know while you're listening what was going on because again Crowded brick house, a lot of sound effects, a lot of music going on, some audio issues, me being louder, but um, still had a good interview. Charlie was great. Bane was great. And yeah, without further ado, here is Charlie Blinkley. And as promised, we have an interview with Powerlifting's Most Wanted Man, I think. Seems like it, yeah. It's uh, USPA Public Enemy number one. USPA Fugitive, yeah. if you will. Yeah. And um, by the way, we're at my favorite gym in the world. Brickhouse Fitness. We're actually by the posing room, so some insecure high schooler is probably taking a selfie right now in a gym. Right behind that black piece of mat. Yeah, the lighting in there is fantastic. But we got Charlie Blinkley in the room, and I'm excited. First off, it's awesome seeing you again. Awesome. What brings you out to Illinois? Definitely some personal changes in my life, but mostly uh, a largest part of my athlete base is out of Chicago area. I have nine active athletes in the area, so I'm going to get more one-on-one time with them try to really uh, expand my coaching in the area and my business and everything like that. And uh, things have been really good in that aspect so far, so we're just going to keep running with it. Nice. It's good to see you back in Brickhouse. Are you going to be gonna be training here? Are going to train with your boys, Mitch, Neil, uh, Janelle? I'll, de- I'll definitely be dropping in uh, just to hang out with the guys and everything like that, train. My uh, daily gym is going to be surged to new levels. Nice. You gotta be careful now your whereabouts and people looking for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Only in Florida. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but it's too cold up here for them right now, so you're good. Yeah, and you might get the death penalty in Florida. You That's might. like the you second might. cause of death is death penalty. <laughs> Heart attack, death penalty, close number two. Yes. Everything weird on the news happens in Florida. Very yeah. True. All right, so yeah, speaking of that, and we had the Battle of the Bay last week, and when this airs, 
It'll probably be a week and a half. Roughly, yeah. But uh, February 8th, 9th, and 10th, I believe it was. And, of course, a bit of controversy after almost a debacle of a meet. I would actually call it a debacle, not even picking sides here. Whenever this happens, it's a debacle. It's uh, when dysfunctional. You have, when you have to have statements released after a meet, it's, it's a debacle. Yes. Yes, and of course it happened in Florida. Only places that happen would be like Russia and Florida. Yeah, and California. And California. Too crazy. Ooh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. But I still haven't blocked yet. So I'm gonna keep on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you will be eventually, because we all know Grace if he listens to Twilight Lights. We, if you, on, if you look on iTunes, where we are, yep. find us on iTunes. Yep. Uh, we are the best power podcast out there. Yeah, not in, my words. In Naperville, at least. At least in Naperville. At least in Chicago area. All right, so Battle of the Bay. Dysfunctional meet, a lot of people were upset. Kind of the aftermath with it, you were kind of the uh, kind of the symbol of dissatisfaction. So take us through it. Like we all know, you competed the third day, correct? Yeah. So did you see anything beforehand, um, or like on the the first two days of it? It, it honestly started well before then. Um, within the weeks leading up to the competition, uh, my coach Trevor Jaffe had been getting phone calls um, basically saying that there was an issue with our team being in the team competition in the first place because we didn't train out of a single gym. We were from all over, and essentially they were saying that our team was too stacked and okay. had too many top-level athletes to make it a fair competition, which so is an issue. Is this the private school versus public school debate? It, it's very much like that. Okay. Okay. Um, and, you know, they kept calling Trevor an online coach or whatever, and, like, that was a slight against him. You know, he coaches some of the best athletes in the world right now, so I don't think he really cares about that. Also, what's wrong with being an online coach? I, <laughs> I, I, I think I think it's got a negative stigma these days for some people. Um, if you do it poorly, and I know it's Dan, it uh, yeah, he does a really good job. Yeah, he does, he does a very good job. You're a snake oil salesman, like, who was that chick that uh, Biolene was oh, yeah. ripping on? So, I mean, yeah, yeah I'm like, they're bad you, Sigma around it, but there's also great ones. Yeah, so. but yeah Jaffe does a great job. Mm-hmm. Also Absolutely. Um, so we had issues leading up to the competition. There was, um, there was a lot of trash talking going on online. I used the hashtag, um, the team that we were going back and forth with was Ironbound Barbell out of Tampa, Florida. Okay. And I hashtag Cardboardbound instead of Ironbound in one of my posts one day. And they they lost their minds like over a okay. hashtag, over a hashtag. Um, All right. There was a, there was a lot of controversy that started. There was warnings being thrown at both teams from uh, Rich Ficka starting two weeks out from the competition. Mm-hmm. Um, Which makes sense. I mean, he's he's the promoter. Yes, he's the meet director and the state chairman for USPA Florida. So it makes sense that he'd be trying to call that before everybody gets the left. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's fair. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, there was really no issues up till then. Um, so I mean, we went into the meet. Um, everybody had a little bit of an edge to themselves. I think we were all putting a little extra pressure on ourselves to try and be the top team there. Uh-huh. Um, the Saturday of the meet, uh, the Friday was like single lift and like some extra people. Nothing too crazy happened on Friday. Um, yeah. And it was all on one platform on Friday. Yeah, Saturday. no one's going to be upset over Ben's blockouts and Ben's pauses. Yeah, no. <laughs> and Della, Della blockouts. So just for, uh, for clarity for everyone who maybe isn't aware of it, there is more than just bragging rights for the team award, correct? Correct. There, were, there was a $500 prize, um, <laughs> cash prize, and a, and a couple other things so as well. So not crazy, but I'd fight somebody for it. I found the ground. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, you yeah. know, it, and honestly, it's more of a pride thing than anything else. You bet. Especially um, when there's trash talking going around. Oh, I can understand sure, where sure. the competitive edge comes in. I just want to make sure that we have the full picture of what's, yeah. you know, kind of really painted this for everyone. Exactly. Uh-huh. Um, so the Saturday of the meet, 
Saturday and Sunday were three platforms. Um, a lot of people were pretty unhappy with this in general. Uh, it was chaos. The venue was undersized. The warm-up rooms were what, what was tiny. It was a, a hotel, a Holiday Inn hotel. We were in a banquet room. Hotels usually bring some dysfunction into meat sometimes. Yeah, especially a Holiday Inn. Yeah, Holiday Inn, too. Yeah, so then yeah. they actually ended up splitting <laughs> like into two warm-up rooms. Um <laughs> So it, it was it was kind of a madhouse. We knew three platforms was going to be a little bit hectic, um, but the first big thing that happened on Saturday was uh, Blanca Block squat. She, we noticed like forty five minutes ahead of time. I turned to one of my teammates. I was like, she's really opening her squat at four hundred eighty five pounds. Mm-hmm. And if anybody that doesn't know Blanca, she's one of the best athletes in the country. Yeah, one of the best female lifters yeah, in the world. She, she's insanely strong as far as a lifter. I have a ton of respect for her mm-hmm. and what she's accomplished. Um, but even asking a little out of her wheelhouse. It, 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 it's like a top-end weight yeah. for her. Um, definitely not an opener. And so I saw it on the screen. I noticed it about four. She was the last lifter in Flight B. Sure. The flight sheets and the computers were all listed well before Flight A started. Um, so there was time. And I noticed it. Um, she went out, and she ended up getting stapled by her opening squat. Um, and then afterwards, she complained that it was misloaded. She originally, she wanted 440 on the line, uh-huh. not 485. Um, her coach is an international judge. He's Andrew Uricato. He's been in the game for over 30 years. He was the side judge for her on the platform. So he watched the bar get loaded. She came out. She unracked it. I think any experienced lifter, especially at her level, should know the difference between unracking an opener and uh-huh. 100% of your max. Yep. Yeah. Um, but never, didn't re-rack it, didn't do anything. She walked it out. She attempted to squat it. She failed, and then she complained about it. Uh, and it came out later that her card did say 220 kilograms, and she did initial next to it. Okay. Um, but she was still allowed to lower her second attempt to 200 kilograms, which okay. is 440 pounds, obviously against the rules. There was um, an explanation for that, too. Well, kind of they they that. said that um, they they proved through emails or whatever that they intended for her opener to be 440, um, and that her last warm-up she took was 415 uh, that people witnessed, I guess. So Yeah, that was that was the whole explanation on that one. Yeah, her, in, her mind, in her mind, she was going for 440. That's what her and her coach talked about. I guess it was written down wrong, and she didn't pay attention when she initialed next mm-hmm. to it. But, I mean, if that's anybody except a world-class lifter, I don't think they change that second attempt for it. That's, a, that's actually a very good point. I think through the aftermath of this, this is what a lot of people are upset about. Because I compare it to a basketball game going on mm-hmm. and someone grabbing a ball and just walking the entire distance to the court and not dribbling. Like, you're looking at someone like, what the hell are you doing? In powerlifting... The whole thing is you can't go down in weight. Yes. Now, and I understood kind of the uh, the issue that they were taking because they were bringing evidence that there was an email saying that he was going to open with uh, 420 pounds. 440. Yeah, yeah, 440. And at the same time, I was kind of, that's where my snout kind of came in. It's like, I usually check the board. You usually check your flight. You usually check your opener. Yeah. Now, it happened to me at Worlds where... There was a significant error. I think someone misread in the in the other direction, though. Yeah. In your case, where you were supposed to open it, well over six. Yeah. Five fifty. Yeah. It was a, it was a slip of the pen. I think of two seventy five to two ninety five. I wanted to open okay. two ninety five. I got two seventy five. Yeah. The the thing with me, I open light. 
my reaction was priceless. I did look up at the board. We both noticed, but I didn't notice in the warm-up room. I didn't notice at the flight. Also, I can't remember kilos worth of shit <laughs> pounds that I remember. Yeah, I can't we remember. Speak in freedom units here in yeah. yeah, we and speak we in the proper measurements, yes. America people. Yeah. But and England's got to get along with it. But because we gave the L. Yeah, exactly. But uh, but in this situation. I can kind of see both people being correct. This whole thing, like, there was an email that showed intent. Okay, cool. I'm going to use a very extreme example, but I, just, I want to paint the picture for everybody. That's like me texting you saying, yeah, man, she really wants me, and then I end up raping her. Well, my that is an extreme. Reason. Hey, all right. Hey, Bane. Hey, Bane. Let's go. Let, let's, when you say extreme, yeah. let's, not, let's not go a thousand. Let's, I, I went, let's not turn it up to 11. Let's go to 8 or 9. But I did, I, I, <laughs> you went full set on that one. Yeah, I did. But understand where I'm coming from. Like, this is a pretty <laughs> fast rule. And you can't say yeah. an email from prior to a meet is determining intent. Exactly. That, I, I, don't, I don't like that as an explanation. All right, so let me ask you then, because so, I wasn't at the meet. Yeah. For, so when you're getting your openers, you usually do it at weigh-ins, correct? Correct. The what, morning before. So what is it? You may be a little tired you know, but what was the email part? Like, if it's not a verified thing, are you emailing your openers? Because if you're emailing your openers, then I understand. Well, no, it. This, was, this was an email between her and her coach. Uh, and see, then that's... This is what no, that's bullshit. No, I mean... It was, it was an email. email. Yeah. Full yeah. Full, let's, let's use another example. It's not rape. Fame. Let's use another one. <laughs> but yeah, it was, a, no, it was an email between her and her coach that had laid out her numbers and her plan for the meet. But like I said, if this is anybody except Blanco, if this is anybody yeah. except a world-class lifter, um, and people have co- people have commented on the post, like uh, there was a Reddit thread that got started mm-hmm. on this, yeah. and people are like, this happened to me at one of Rich's meets last year, and he said, well, that's a lifter's mistake. Sorry, we can't let you drop it. Cause oh, it's the for rules. sure. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's a double standard that was clearly being set from very early on in the weekend. Is she part of team... She is on Ironbound, the team that we okay. had the issue with. I to say that. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. She was, uh, she's definitely a cardboard bound member. Yeah, ooh. And, um, hashtag cardboard bound member. Yeah, hashtag. Otherwise, it's not as offensive. Yeah, you, don't, you don't trigger him as much if you don't have that. Exactly. You gotta put, you always gotta put LOL next to it, so it's not too harsh. Yeah. Always put LOL. Well, pound me too. LOL, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. It's like when you, it's like when you're it's like when you're flirting with a girl and you put the laughing emoji after, mm-hmm. so you can kind of just be like, "Oh, I was kidding." Just in case. Or, I, or on the flip side, when someone rejects you, or like they're harsh, like, "Ha ha ha!" Like, okay, I'm I, you're obviously being mean, but you just wanna. I'm gonna cry about something else. Yeah. It's like no, it's like yeah, it's like she's exactly. like, oh, just joking, right? And it's like you all you all know she just didn't want to be harsh. All right, so, so you observe this. Uh, no. Fairly clear cut. Bending the rules. Yep. Yeah, and a very. And a pretty crappy explanation afterwards of why mm-hmm. intent be email. And okay. and she did just to clarify, she withdrew her total, correct? Recently, uh, she ended up withdrawing her total a few days afterwards because of the controversy that was happening. Okay, which props um, to her for that. She recognized. Props to her, but if I could play devil's advocate, admitting guilt, perhaps. That's exactly what it is. It, I mean, yeah. It's props to her. Also, she only hit that second attempt and ended up missing her third. So it's not like she had her best performance. I think she might have felt differently if her mm-hmm. numbers were straight PRs across the board. Sure. But she, yeah. didn't, she didn't have her best performance. So, I mean, for a lifter of her caliber, it might be a little bit easier to stretch that one off the record it's and be like, all right, let's just, yeah. Yeah, let's pretend that's that doesn't exist. I was, I was simply in attendance. I did not compete. Exactly. Yeah. 
So, all right, so that happened, uh, that was Saturday, that correct? That was Saturday. All right, so how about after that? What was, um... um so, I mean, we, it was, it was brought up, there was clearly an issue with it, um, but it kind of just got brushed under the table for the time being. Um, I, I mean, we were busy. We were all coaching multiple athletes that mm-hmm. day. I coached four athletes, I believe, on Saturday. I coached two more on Sunday while I was also competing, so the whole weekend was busy. Um, but we roll into Sunday because nothing came out of Saturday too much. Um, and then Sunday we started to take issue with the fact that one of the three platforms, basically at all times, had two judges that were from Iron Bound Marvel. Uh-huh. I um, was an issue. And yeah. for some reason, 90% of their athletes... 90% of their athletes happen to be performing on that platform. Okay. Um, so I, I think it's a conflict of interest there. Yeah. Just a little bit. Um, and we have videos of, um, like, lifters hitting squats, for example, that clearly from the video are high. Um, the one judge that was not ironbound giving a red light and the two other judges okay. that were from ironbound giving a white light. As a general statement, I will give credit to two white lights, but... Uh, yeah, two white lights there. Yeah, yeah. Um, always want those two white lights. And there, there was even a point during the meet where Rich went over to one of those judges from Ironbound and said that was a bad lift. You shouldn't have white lighted that. Okay, but the lift had already happened. The lifter got the white lights, so at uh-huh. that point, it's like, what difference does it make? For sure. Oh, I mean, uh, and Rich Rich also released that statement that he sent an emails that we know that you're judging your teammates or close friends, but. Be sure not to be biased. Well, it's like, you can say that in email, and that's fine, exactly. but it's very hard not to be. And, I, again, I compare it a little bit more of a realistic example, not going to full send on this one. <laughs> so, mixed martial arts. I think a lot of people are very familiar with mixed martial arts. I think people in this room are judging going on. Say if Greg Jackson's gym has three judges judging a fight and Greg Jackson's team, uh, uh, Greg Jackson's fighters fighting? Yeah. That's immediately big red flags. People don't want that happening. Now, in powerlifting, it's happening because it's a smaller sport. It's going to be hard to find judges. It's going to be hard to find qualified judges, too. But the whole bringing up an email saying that we want everyone to be strict, hey, man, sometimes it's hard being strict. And no one polices the police. Especially when, you know, if it's your training partner, you, you have just as much invested in them as you have in yourself. We all, we, I mean, we, you know, you bleed and sweat with your training partner. Yeah. You want to see them succeed. If there's anything borderline at all, you're going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's just natural that we would all basically end up doing that. So why put people in that position in the first place? Yeah, for sure. For sure, especially with the amount of lifters that were going. And there was, I mean, there was other instances. Um, uh, one of our friends, Whitney, she pulled a, over 500 pounds at 148. Amazing oh. athlete. Jesus. Um, yeah. She, oh, oh, my. She, she, you are weak. So. <laughs> oh, my. She's, oh, uh, man. <laughs> she's, not, she's a monster. She makes all of us look bad. Now, but she has better hair than you do. You want to you want to state that? Okay. I mean, her lips are one thing, but uh, the hair is something I hold but dear to me. She, she posted about a lot of the inconsistencies as well. Um with, you know, like, coaches touching their lifter while setting up for bench, and some people getting a warning, some people not being told anything at okay. all. Um, it just all weekend, there was examples of that. It was just very inconsistent. Um, the standard wasn't very high. Okay. Definitely not what I'm used to uh, in the USBA because I do believe we usually have a very consistent, at least, uh, refereeing. So. Yeah, and that's usually what it is. Um, 
Uh, USPA come on over the years, especially with maybe some of the inconsistencies of USAPL, IPF. Uh, back ending the label No Fun League, USPA was kind of that golden, shining light, like, hey, man, we're having kind of have fun with powerlifting. But then you see stuff like this, and despite of all the opinions, it's, it's a bit of an issue they have to deal with. Yeah, I mean, anytime your federation's on a podcast, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something, something's probably escalated to the point yeah. where you didn't want it to. Mm-hmm. What, and you know, I said earlier, when you got to release statements after meets or because of meets, it's uh, it's not a good situation. It's bad PR. Um, unfortunately, in, in our sport, like you, almost all PR is bad PR, yeah. uh, other than you know posting on the gram. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure next, next question, I have a couple questions too, but I want to make sure that you know, we kind of yeah. go through. Because, so we've gotten to now gone through all three days of competing. No, right? Well, well uh, your, his day. Let's talk about your day. Yeah. For the most part. So, I mean, uh, my like my day in particular, like I said, there was judging inconsistencies. Um, can, can you just uh, – just a couple examples. So, again, I just want to be very clear on when we're saying inconsistencies, this will have either, like, some uh, spots were passed, some weren't, bad pause, like, you know, on press one, demands. Yeah, what, what definitely – Different timing across the platforms on uh, start commands on bench. Def- squat depth, definitely an issue. Um, little things like that that'll add up and can either make or break a lift or save. Very sure, quickly. 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. Happened to people at Brickhouse, yep. in my opinion. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah, Mitch, Mitch sunk his first squat, got called for depth. Uh, one of my athletes, Alexis, uh, we, watched, we watched her third squat back and we were like, that was probably an inch and a half high, but she got white lights on it. Mm-hmm on the same platform that Mitch failed his. Yeah, I, I, I did see that a lot of inconsistencies. That there was a world record that was broken, which I believe they, that the world record, what was the world record um, broken as a female? Jen, Jen Rossinger, yes. uh, who's actually one of my teammates as well. Yeah. Um, she breaks a world record essentially every time she steps yeah. on the platform. She is an amazing athlete. And, and personally, I'm not trying to call her out, I think she got depth. But when comparing it to my buddy Mitch's squat yeah. and Neil, some of Neil's squats, like, they look virtually identical, and I'm going to argue that they both got lower. Yeah. Uh, Mitch and Neil. And what is very frustrating about all that is, like, the squat, the depth on the squat is a very clearly defined. Increase below the knee. So simple. Could be a little difficult, say, with a certain lifter. I say with Neil, even though I think he buried his squats. I think with Neil, because he's such a short guy, um, he's my burner account. He's, if you guys want to follow my bio, Neil. My best, my favorite burner account. Not but, uh, but he, he's shorter. He has bigger quads. He uh, has wraps too. So yeah. it's you're you're going to be fighting for depth anyway. So yeah. <laughs> so or I, yeah. I mean, my burner account can't be clean, can't be raw. True, yeah. But uh, <laughs> but it, it's sometimes hard to tell. But with those squats, I I saw I, I saw I, saw I think even in Jen's. Uh, caption of her squad. She did say she was fighting depth. She, she's, she said something about fighting depth, and she was like, you know, I, I was going to make the judges decide. Yeah. She, she knew it was right there. Jen, she's been doing this for mm-hmm. a while. She knows where she's at. Um, she's not going to try and cheat anything. Yeah. She's very honest with her lifts. So. Yeah. And that was one of the things I was worried about was, like, people were kind of, people we know were kind of comparing the two squats. And I was like, hey, man, I think actually both of them got low. Yeah. Low enough. And, hey, man, if you're not trying to cheat depth, you, I don't even think you're a powerlifter you at this team, point. You yeah, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Like, you don't get extra points for like, a very, a very Tom Callisy with the thing. Like, he will admit not, to you. He will, like, most people will admit, man, don't bury your squat. What are you doing? 
Yeah. Don't do it, but, yeah, a little inconsistent with as, the touches. As my daughter listens to this, yes, I need buried all your squats. Yeah, at least at your first meet, bury your yeah, squats. Bear, bear, I think only world record squats are allowed to be high in certain federations. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's... Man, brought up the beginning of the show. Brought up the beginning of the show. I'm going to open with the world record. And I'm just Because everyone, everyone seems to uh, white light world records. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you want to break the internet, just ask Crystal Tate. <laughs> yeah. World record. That girl breaks the internet every time she has a platform. Yeah. Anymore. For sure. All right. Yeah, so take us again through your, your day competing. And also, Charlie, we didn't fairly introduce you. Damn good powerlifter. Yeah. We have a 500, over 500 Wilkes over here. Decent. Um, Great power. Not enough. Damn good. Not enough. <laughs> no, it's never I, enough. It, I am the shittiest lifter in this room. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, my day, <laughs> my day, my day. Personally, I fell well short of where I wanted to be. Um, I missed. Yeah, we goal. always, we always do. I, I think we can go nine for nine, and we'd be like, "Well, I left pounds on the platform." Except Angela, he's perfect apparently. Um, <laughs> Still so waiting that. Power. I didn't say it. You guys but, said it. You guys can't hit, see what I'm doing. You know, I hit all my first and second attempts. I missed all my thirds. Um, okay. I totaled 18.02 at, I uh, weighed in at 196, so I think it was like a 5.24 Wilkes or something like that, um, which would currently actually put me at the top 198-er in 2019, but that won't count, um, and not better at all. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I, I had a, a, I guess a decent day by most people's standards, not the day I wanted, but there's always other opportunities to mm-hmm. improve on that. So, you know, I finished my day. Um, my teammates all had amazing days. Uh, very, very, very proud of them. Uh, Eddie Rickman, one of my uh, teammates, squatted 705, weighing in at like 193, mm-hmm. uh, big-time squatter. Uh, everybody did really well. And then, um, like, five, we were in flight C five minutes before the end of the competition, and Rich walks up to where Trevor and I are standing, and he goes, hey, for the team competition – we're going to do three guys, two girls now. Um, the flyer and everything we had been told before this said four and one. Mm-hmm. We had always done four and one. That's the way it had always been laid out. Um, so five minutes before the end of the competition, he goes, hey, we're going to change it to three and two. This directly helped Ironbound, who had two very good females, okay. and directly hurt our team, where we only had one real top-level female um, that competed that weekend. Okay. Um Obviously, we took issue with this. Yes. Why, why are rules for money being changed five minutes before the end of the meet? Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we blew up on that pretty quick, and we were told, hey, we'll discuss it after the meet. We'll have a coach meeting or whatever. Uh, so we let it go for a couple minutes. After the meet, uh, I walked into the coach's room. Trevor and a couple other coaches had already been talking to Rich. And uh, I stood there for a few seconds, and... Honestly, I was just, I had a very emotional response. I'm a very, um, I mean, I'm just a very emotional person. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't show it in my lifts. Uh, in my lifts, I'm actually very calm. Very stoic. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not like a hype lifter at all. Um, but I'm definitely driven by emotion. And I got to the point where Rich was explaining something, and I was just like, all right, I've had enough of this, and now I'm going to get my two cents in. Okay. Um, so I was, you know, I, I, I disagreed with him with the rule change on the team thing, um, which he eventually said, okay, fine, we'll go back to four and one. Um, so he changed so, it again. So he changed it again. He changed it again at the coaches' meeting afterwards because of the flyer and the things that we had stated. Um, then I brought up Blanca's squat, and he wasn't having any of that conversation at all. And I brought up the platform with the one team judging all their own uh, members, and, and so I had been standing and Rich was sitting. 
And at this point, he jumped up out of his chair. He stepped within inches of my face. He turned beet red. He started raising his voice. He started cussing, um, basically saying I was in attacking his integrity and a lot of other things like that, which in all honesty, yes, I was because I wasn't happy with the way that the meet was run. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of very dissatisfied people, um, but nobody was going to speak up. Okay. And I... I have no issue being that person. I, if I feel like something's not being done properly, I'll, I'll speak my mind on it. Okay. Um, so Rich got in my face. He started cussing, um, everything like that. And then at this point, he um, like he took his finger and he like shoved it into my shoulder. Um, to which my response right afterwards, I, I said, you know, don't ever effing touch me again. You can swear on this. Okay. Well, I said don't ever fucking touch me again. Uh, immediate, we, immediately. We got the explicit rating for a reason, uh, yeah, people. Yeah. 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 LOL, though. So, yeah. Um, I mean, there was some controversy about that because, of course, he ended up mm-hmm. I did, I did read that. Um, and at this point, so I had been, I, I had been at least somewhat civil. I hadn't raised my voice. I hadn't cussed to this point. Uh, when he touched me, it kind of turned everything around for me. Um, I, I definitely escalated okay. my, my mood and my emotion from there. Um, I, gave, I definitely gave him a piece of my mind. I told him that my team would no longer support his USPA meets in Florida. We would no longer compete for him, give him another cent of our money. Um, he responded saying, I don't give a fuck who you are, or, um, and I'm tired of people threatening to boycott my meets. Okay. Um, things along that line. And at this point, I had walked out of the room, and Trevor had been told that um, – you know, they were going to have a conversation about me or something, and they would let us know before awards what was going to happen. Um, so we sat out in the hallway for probably about 45 minutes after this, and then finally they go to start awards, and they get to my class, and I noticed when they say the silver medalist, who I knew was actually the third-place guy, they said one of my teammates for silver. So I kind of, it kind of clicked in my mind right there. I looked at Trevor. I was like, are they really going to do this? Because nobody had come up to me. Nobody mm-hmm. had said a word to me before this. And then they announced gold for my class. Should have been my name. It wasn't. I, uh, I, I definitely started to, you know, feel a little bit of rage coming up at this point. They keep going on. They announced super class winners, which was another $250 cash prize. Um, the winner of the super class was Kirk Gibson, amazing lifter. Kirk Gibson? Um, Kirk Gibson, yeah. Uh, any relation to the baseball player? I, no, no. They, they, they made that connection. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, you have to make that connection. Yeah, There's not a lot not of Kirk Gibson. Or, yeah, they, they are made, not <laughs> They made connections to that uh, announcing during the competition as well. Right. I just had to throw but, that in. I'm like, come on. How many but times I, I, did actually, Kirk I did actually have a higher looks than Kirk, Kirk, so I should have had a $250 cash prize as well. Obviously, I didn't get that. Um, and then they got to the team award, and they announced the Wilkes scores, and because they had decided to disqualify me, okay. my team lost by one Wilkes point, which we would have won yeah. if my score had counted. So, hey, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, yeah. I just want to provide some more clarity. So, to that point, you know, you... You, you heard after the fact that they were going to have a conversation, or, they, or you were told as you were walking out that they were going to have a conversation regarding you specifically? Um, my coach had told me that they were probably going to have a conversation after I had talked to Rich before awards, but nobody had said anything to me up till this point. Okay. 
So they, so they had a conversation at some point, but there yeah. was nothing then with, at least internally, but there was not one with you stating, here's what happened, or here's what we're going to do, Correct. here's why, you know, an effective fuck off Correct. Uh, from their end, and and then go along with the awards. You basically found out that you were disqualified yes. via the awards of your name not being called. Exactly. What was your reaction to that? Um, oh, I was pissed. I, I was, I was, no! I was, I was absolutely pissed off. Um, it was my best total to date. It was my best performance. I should have won money. A lot of things had added up. Um, and really my team losing that award because of my disqualification uh, really set me off. So when he announced the team award, um, I think I yelled out, like, you've got to be fucking kidding me, or something along those lines. I was about 30 yards away from him. Um, I took one step forward. You'll see online people say, like, I charged him or something like I that. I didn't read that. Uh, which would have been so much more entertaining. And had I known I was going to get banned from USPA Florida, I probably would have taken things to another level. Yeah, your money's worth. In, yeah, yeah in, in hindsight, I kind of got screwed out of that one. It's like getting tossed uh, from a baseball game, man. Exactly. Go go out throwing third base into the crowd. Exactly. Go streaking or something. Yeah. Like, hurt, <laughs> get your money's worth. But um, I took one step forward towards, like, that area. I was still 30 yards away. Um, my buddy Taylor put his arm around me and was like, let's go. So we walked outside. A bunch of my teammates followed me. And um, you'll also see people are like, oh, he had to be escorted out by, like, 8 to 10 people. Yeah, that didn't happen either. Um, okay. That's just how you roll a 10 deep. Yeah. I'm, our, our, team, our team stays with each other. We're a family. Yeah. So That's really important. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I uh, often ignore the shitty things. We, so we were, we were outside. I was definitely fuming, um, but I had Stacy Burr talking to me, and she was in my ear, and basically, you know, she was the voice of reason. Um, I don't know if she realized I was even listening to her at this point, because I think I was beat red, and I was just full of anger and everything <laughs> like that. Uh, but she talked me down, She, uh, you know, and I had... Ten people standing in front of me between myself and the hotel at this point anyway, so there's nowhere I could go. Yeah. Um, Trevor had walked outside afterwards, and then, because I guess he went up to Rich after the awards, and he's like, oh, yeah, we had a meeting. Uh, he's disqualified, and he's banned from USPA Florida. So mm-hmm. they decided all this before awards, uh, but nobody had the courtesy to come up and tell me any of this. They just had me stand there during awards and kind of figure this stuff out for myself. Yeah, so you're probably going to get a bad reaction both ways, but let's not ruin the rewards. You can always morning. isolate that reaction if you do it privately in a hallway, let you say your piece, tell him to fuck off, and yeah. storm out versus that. Versus yeah. a public display. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, so obviously that's, that's a lot of information, and, and first things first, thank you for being able to share. Absolutely. Um, and everyone's going to look at this through, through their own lens, obviously, uh, Dick Ficka is going to, um... Does he go by Dick, by the way? Uh, Do you know? I've heard him called that a lot lately, okay. so I'm not sure. Okay. I'm just wondering. So, so Ri- Richard, Rich, Dick, Mr. Ficka is going to see it through his lens, and to be honest, I, I get where he's going to see it. He was trying to put on a meet. And someone made his life tough mm-hmm. because he had to make tough decisions, and he didn't like that. Exactly. And I, and I get, I, I, I can appreciate that. People in power generally do not like being called on their uh, mistakes. Many do not. Many do not. Uh, I will tell you, as somebody who has been in leadership for a long time, there's nothing more difficult than saying, I done did fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. And. But that can also make you a much more effective leader long term because people will realize that you're going to do the right thing at the right time. Correct. I am concerned that if 
and again, obviously, we're hearing your side of it. Maybe, maybe Rich will call in sometime. And, you know, yeah. Get, get his wouldn't I, not even lying, wouldn't mind having him on the show. The, the statement, I'm tired of people threatening to boycott my meets. If people are threatening to do that, you are doing something wrong. Yeah, and I'm, I'm just, yeah, absolutely. Because does that mean this happened before? Do you have, um, all right, did you so have any prior interactions with Mr. Pekka? Uh, I've had a few, and like, honestly, we've, going into this meet, we had a great relationship. Okay. We, we were friendly with each other. Uh, he'd gone out of his way to say how much he's uh, enjoyed watching me grow as a lifter, that he liked me as a person. Uh, we were actually on great terms for a long time. Um, the boycott issue came with, there was a meet this past uh, November, Thanksgiving throwdown in Gainesville, Florida, thrown by American Barbell Club. Um, they did not like the way things were handled. They had an issue with Rich, and American Barbell Club decided after that that they were no longer going to support USDA Florida. Okay. The following month, Hybrid Performance Gym in Miami, Steffi Cohen's gym, mm-hmm. um, threw a meet. They also felt like they got slighted by Rich and were not happy with the way things played out with him. Um so they decided that they were no longer going to support USPA Florida. I believe American Barbell Club and Hybrid both have plans for 2019 to bring WRPF to Florida now and uh, use them for their meets. The Russian takeover for real. Yeah, it yeah. Is. it's coming to Florida for real. Um, so both of those gyms, two of the biggest gyms in Florida, had already decided, like, hey, we're not going to support Rich anymore. Okay. Now after Battle of the Bay, you have my team and Trevor – who combined, we represent probably close to 150 athletes um, who will also no longer support Rich or his meets. Um, so, I mean, you know, just from a business perspective, it, it's not good when you have people that are saying they'll never come to one of your meets again. Yeah, I agree with that. And I have seen it before with prior meets at, with certain meet directors. Uh, I have fortunately never competed with certain people in Illinois who are running meets because... Kind of, you know, it's like a Yelp review. Like, yeah, yeah. got a two-star rating. I'm not going to go eat at your restaurant. I'm not going to go compete at your meets. And fortunately for me, every meet I've gone to has been properly run, so I've never really had too many well, complaints. Yeah, Eric Stone runs a great meet, and I people do, like, people still complain about powerlifting meets because your state record isn't fucking quick enough for them, or... Yeah. Uh, or, I, I, and seriously, and seriously, in Meet of Michigan at Grand Rapids and Nationals, people were upset because it was going too fast. I was like, what? too fast? It's awesome. I got I got my meet done at 12. I was able to go to a date at 5 o'clock at night, and I was in a different state. That never happens at powerlifting. No, we were a different time zone. Yeah. No. It was, it was, was fantastic. At, I was at Battle of the Bay from like 7 o'clock in the morning to about 5 o'clock at night. Yeah, and that's, 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 two that's days, standard. Two days, two days in a row. Yeah. That's standard. But people, do com- but people do complain about meets, but it... it so sometimes reputation catches up to you. If enough people complain, I guess there's something wrong. If there's, you know, if the sheep keep running away, something wrong with the shepherd. That's, yeah. and, and that's concerning now that this is now four teams, four gyms represented. Um, and, all boycotting USB in Florida. I'm not saying he's right or wrong. Uh-huh. I'm not saying you guys are right or wrong. I'm saying there's a, there's a correlation there. And I saw... And he's the one constant in this whole equation. And you know what? It wasn't... I have... I've seen on Instagram where it's pretty much like Powerlifters Lifeline to yeah. certain meets now. Um, I had people who weren't affiliated with you, people who didn't belong to your team, people who weren't friends with you, say kind of the same thing, how the yeah. meet was poorly run. Uh, immediately I was getting messages. Well, I messaged Neil, 
and um, Mitch, like, how did me go? Because I didn't hear anything. He's really yeah. pretty quick to tell. He's like, dude, I'd rather tell you in person. Like, yeah. oh, never a good sign. <laughs> yeah, never, never a good thing. And then he told me about the issues with the bars. They were told certain things. The warm-up area was kind of janky, which at times in hotels it can be. Yeah. But yeah, it, there's, it is. There's certain things you can look past, and there's certain things you kind of expect that need to be part yeah. of the standard. And you know what? It, 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 that's. Call it what it is. The meat was a clusterfuck. Yeah. It was a clusterfuck of a meat. A meat, and it happens. It happens in powerlifting, but the fallout of it, you know, the fallout of it is someone kind of gets banned. Someone can't compete in the state they live in or the state they're close to. You get some issues there. You get some really bad issues. So this is kind of the big downside of poorly run meats. Unfortunately, another black guy to USA. Yeah. Was it we got the US Open? There was another, was it Washington did, or was it Alaska that their um, their commissioner got banned for t- like sending like it, yeah, pictures? Yeah. Yeah. Who, was it was it Washington or Alaska? I, I can't remember. I remember seeing something about it. Yeah, uh, sending like inappropriate pictures to avoid doing a whole bunch of. Hmm. Yeah, I usually it seems like a common occurrence kind of in powerlifting these days. Yeah, yeah too. Sending bad pictures. Yeah. yeah, hopefully it wasn't a minor this time. Yeah. But um, hey, hey, we got yeah, but. This is the downfall of poorly run meets, is yeah. people not competing and people getting banned, and that's not really a good thing. And, man, I mean, this ties into our topic. One of the things that powerlifters always say that's driving me a little bit crazy, it's kind of a cult when you hear it for the first time. Yeah. Like, man, you know what? Powerlifting is great. Everyone's so supportive of each other. There's never any egos. It's not like the bodybuilders who are egotistical. Yeah. There is definite egos in this sport. There, there With is. Gracie D not allowing certain people to compete at U.S. Open because he doesn't have... A liking to them when they're probably one of the best in the world and allowing certain people to compete there who aren't the best in the world. Yeah. That is an ego thing. This situation is an ego thing. Yeah, it's an ego thing. That's I've said I've used that same line though. I've, oh, me too. Dude, before, listen to the early episodes of Two White Lights. We probably opened the show with like, it. I was like, you know, this is this is why we're better than bodybuilding. Yeah. When you come here, you have the support and everything like that. And honestly, a couple of years ago when I first started powerlifting, it felt that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it slowly turned into, like, this this thing that I don't even recognize and this thing that I hate. Yeah. Because there, there's a lot of ego. Um, I've fallen into that trap as well. I think it's very easy to fall into that trap. Oh, for sure. Uh, there's a lot of ego. All of a sudden, you see yourself, like, hoping people don't hit lifts and stuff like that. And that's never what it was about before. That's mm-hmm. never how it was. Um and there's just there's just a lot of negativity surrounding it, and that's not you know that's not what we want as a sport, and that's not like what we're trying to portray to people that powerlifting is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And that's and I could even say the same thing. I was kind of a wide-eyed little boy when I was competing, and everything was great, and things were still good. But I'm seeing more egos now that I'm fully involved in the sport, and got more serious with the sport too. The more serious you get. The more negativity you're going to get, the more seriousness. Say, I was just going to say, when you're new, and especially when you're like an intermediate, oh, and discover back too with all the juniors, oh, yeah, and nobody, <laughs> nobody, but nobody cares about you because you're irrelevant. Yeah. But when you become it's a threat, still relevant. Still relevant. <laughs> when you become a threat to them, you love you, man. Yeah. When you become a threat to them and you start beating them, and they mm-hmm. see your constant improvement and you're rising the rankings a lot, all of a sudden you start to see a different side of people. It's like yeah. people want you to do good. 
to a point. Not better than them. But not better than them. Yeah. And once you start outperforming some of these people, you start to see some of their true colors. It's like, are they still behind you? Mm-hmm. Or are they clapping for you above the table with the middle finger behind. underneath it? Yeah. yeah. So, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, that's one thing I've been seeing a lot more recently, and it's it's a black eye to the sport whenever people are starting to break up. You know, it's becoming an ego-driven kind of thing. Yeah. People are don't want to compete in certain federations, and a bigger federation gets, the more popular it becomes. You're still gonna you're gonna you're get gonna those issues now. You're gonna have a whole bag of uh, problems. As you attract more people, you just be more apt to bring in. Yeah, the, those types of things. The people that have the egos, and they're not going to be a, as willing to. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I'll have been, I've been doing this for five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three fairly serious. Mm-hmm. And same thing where it's like, and like when I first got into this, like everybody, people let me a single because I didn't have one for my first meet. Yeah. And, and it was amazing to me in a camaraderie. And now I go and it's like, I mean, I've seen people, people call cops on folks at the state meet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all kinds of crazy, crazy fights at the Arnold, like wild stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. I did thoroughly enjoy seeing Bradcastle where you call out of the uh, San Diego Yeah, that was pretty funny. Love yeah, it. that was pretty cool. <laughs> all right, so last question, then we're going to wrap up here. Do, do you regret being maybe overzealous with how you handled the whole fallout of um, Battle of the Bay? No regrets. No regrets. Honestly, I do. Um, I wish I would have. It, it's going to sound like an excuse, but I had a lot of stuff going on in my personal life at the time too. Okay. Um, there was a lot of change going on. Um, I told one of my buddies afterwards. I was like, I'm not even sure if I was just yelling at Rich or someone else. Like, I just had so much, okay. like, so much shit built up sure. that I was that, like, someone was going to get it eventually. Yeah. And this was the culmination of all of it, and this is how it came out. Um, I could have acted more professional. Um, I do regret that point. I think I was instigated and brought to a certain level on purpose. Okay. Um, I think people got the reaction out of me that they were hoping to get out of me. Um, but I should have, you know, held myself to a higher standard and rose above a little bit of that. Um, so unlike some people who will post statements, um, and claim to be a saint, I will not do that. Okay. I will accept accountability for my actions and accept responsibility for the mistakes I made because I know I made some, um, you know, I'm not the only one who did. I'm, I'm just the only one who's apparently willing to admit to them at this point. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, it's sad, and I think one of the biggest, uh, like, fallouts from it is I've sent multiple emails as well as a lot of people to Steve Dennison, the president of the USDA, who's taken phone calls from Rich yep. and others. Um, but Steve's yet to reach back out to me. Okay. So, you know, Rich made his public statement. Um but apparently I'm too low on the totem pole to get an official word back from the president of the USPA, even though I've, you know, been banned from a state and had a total removed from me and everything like that. So that's a little bit, uh, a little bit disheartening. I wish, you know, something would get done or an official kind of decision would be made on a lot of this stuff. Um, but I mean, we're just rolling with it. it it's, it's behind us now. I have another meet coming up in July. Um, Rockwell Barbell in Chicago. I was going to ask if you're going to do one in Illinois. Yeah, Rockwell Barbell in Chicago. Uh, amazing gym, amazing people. 
Uh, the environment's going to be great. I'm coaching like seven athletes as well as competing in it. Mm-hmm. I was going to be doing sleeves, uh, but after this past weekend, I'm going to jump back in reps nice. so I can get my total. Um, and we're going to lock in 1900 of this one. So, I mean, we're we're, we're pretty much past this now. I'm okay. Honestly, a little bit tired of talking about it. Because I don't doubt that. I I never expected it to blow up to this level. Um, you made it, but, but uh, yeah, apparently we made it. <laughs> yeah, when memes get made about you, yeah, you made yeah, it. I'm I'm glad it did because I think if nothing else, it opened people's eyes and uh, it gave some people a voice and at least let them realize that they weren't alone in the way they've been treated and some of this stuff. Sure. So I mean, there's positives that are coming from it for sure. Yeah. And you know what? You might have been banned from USPA Florida, but you're never going to be banned from two white lights. Amen. We'll walk into the talk. We'll come on. <laughs> For in sure. In this case, you're the red light. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, and that brings us to, we have our two white lights topic of the week. We do it every week. What's one thing that powerlifters say that annoys you? I'm going to let you take this one first, man. Oh, I, I think I'm gonna save mine. For yeah, we gotta, we gotta so. save it. We gotta save it. Yeah, I usually go last. Uh, kind of do it with like my technique. Gotcha, gotcha. Whatever, yeah. So. But uh, as you are a guest of honor, we, we gotta get. We gotta get yours. One thing that people powerlifters say that you hate hearing. Yep. Um, this could be out of me or in, in training, whatever. I think one. I think one of the biggest things is like people that play like the. Uh, I think the RPE card. On Instagram, Ooh. honestly. All right, RPE. Uh, that's a trigger. When you, uh, yeah, I know sorry, Danny. Sorry, USAPL. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, when, when someone, you know, struggles to lock out on a bench or, you know, is shaking violently, RPE 7. First of all, that's not an RPE 7. RPE over 9,000. You probably, you probably also call your 4 inch penis 8. Oh. I mean, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, Wait, um, are you measuring from the base or the shaft? From the floor. You from, the floor. Oh. from the floor. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you gotta. Yeah. I think. I think that's. Do you one, fluff it? That's one. Yeah, that's one of my biggest. Everybody does. Nobody yeah. takes a picture without that. I know. It, you know what? A lot of powerlifters are getting really good at it too. Yeah. So <laughs> again, I don't, I don't have to do this. I'm so behind. This is why I'm, I'm irrelevant. I yeah. Yeah. And, and it just proves that if it happens two and a half years ago, it's, you haven't gotten past it because it'll, yeah. come, it'll come out eventually. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, the RPE thing is probably my biggest annoyance. Um, just people that clearly have no no realistic like view on their own lifts and their own standards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. RPE is getting annoying. Drive me nuts. Yeah, RPE is getting a little bit annoying, which, by the way, it's still percentages. Like, an RP8 is, like, an 80% of your one at max, in my opinion. RP9, 90% of your one max. RP10, 100%, right? And, and the biggest thing, though, is, like, an RP7 to me today and next week could be different based on the yeah. meals I've eaten, based on the sleep I got. Are you traveling? Like are yeah, you are you traveling? Things like that. So, like, an RP7 is not even the same thing every day. That's why percentages. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Are you cruising? You blasting? Like, yeah. everything <laughs> like that? Are you natty? Like, Angelo? I mean, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Sir. <laughs> yeah, Bane gets a little upset if you don't mention he's natty. And he's gotten tested, like, at every single meet ever. It's, it's <laughs> I get, yeah, I got tested twice, and he's gotten tested, like, seven times. I, I coached the USAPL meet, and I, I expected them to give me a cup once, so, I mean. <laughs> I mean, I, I have been told at a meet, like, you lift at the Monster Garage, you're going to get tested. Yeah. yeah. Period. You have a rosier on your, on your hey, jersey, you're going to get tested. Gossip is part of the uh, criteria. 
Gossip. Simply gossip. And, and you don't do yourself any favors by having, like, Monster Garage everything. You really let it know that you're from Monster Garage. Yes, and you see my, you see my Cadillac Escalade, you see the Monster Garage sticker across the back. The biggest decal on your car the is the Monster Garage Monster one. So we're going to wrap up the interview. The music you guys hear in the background is from my favorite gym, Brickhouse yeah, Fitness. Thank you, Brandon, Meg, everyone at Brick. Dan, he gets upset when I don't mention him. Dan, for yeah, letting us interview Charlie Blankley, and thank you for coming on. Great yes, interview. Thank you, man. Thank you guys having me. Definitely. All right. We will uh, get to our two white lights topic of the week after this break. Me, Bane, the fat guy, the bad guy, would like to let you guys know that all of our episodes, our past episodes that we did at ESM Radio, are available to download and listen to on esmradio.net. If you guys just put in esmradio.net dash two WL, that's the number two WL, esmradio dash two WL, you get all of our episodes. I believe we have over 20 episodes. Some might be released on iTunes, some might be released on Iron Authority, but not all of them will be, so you guys can check those out and visit the website. That's esmradio.net-2WL. And without further ado, we are going to get into our two white lights topic of the week. All right, and we are back we are. with our interview with Charlie Blinkley. Big, big thank you to Charlie. I reached out to him afterwards just thanking him again because it, mm-hmm. uh, it was great meeting him. And I, and I will say this, too, because, you know, you talk about which way you kind of sway mm-hmm. you know, with, with this whole discussion. And, you know, I didn't know Charlie from anybody coming yeah. into uh, the other night when we met. And I came in a, a, a little on the defensive just because I wanted to make sure that we were going to be as objective as possible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, getting the information from folks, actually as the interview was going on, and then hearing his side and hearing some of the consistent issues that have gone on with USPA Florida meets, mm-hmm. I also am more apt to to side with him right now. Yeah. Because, again, all I keep hearing, and, and the one thing, and I mentioned this during the interview too, and I, and I keep coming back to this as I think about the whole situation, is if people are consistently threatening to boycott your meets, the only consistency with that is that director. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah, for sure. And, that, and at some point you have to be able to look inward and go, how do I keep fucking this up? Yeah. Yeah, it's just pretty much, I mean, that's who you listen to, is the yeah. lefters and people boycotting. If Then you just got to use that and kind of make your meets better so that doesn't happen again. Yeah. And I, it's not an easy thing. I'll never, I'll never run a meet. Um, it would. Ever. For, I mean, for me, I will never do it. Yeah. I, I possibly would, but I also. Yeah, but you're, yeah, you're much better with this. <laughs> like, I'm not good at it. Fair. Like, I have no idea with logistics. I remember when we were talking about. I was like, going to because I know people would come if you. Oh, there, so. thanks. But, so that whole stuff with me directing is difficult. So I'm not saying, and I honestly don't believe that. And we cracked our jokes during our interview. I don't believe that Richard Ficka is a bad dude. I, I don't think so. Doing the best he could. Yeah, I don't think he's. I don't think he's just a, you know, just a seedy guy. I don't think he's no, trying he's, to con people. He, trying to. He's not sitting in his evil lair counting yeah. his money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like he he is not a bad dude or anything. It doesn't seem like he's a bad dude. Just that he could be run better, and perhaps egos gotten away. And mm-hmm. hell, I, dude, we all got egos in the sport. That's why we're here. We all got egos in the sport. And guess what? His ego isn't as bad as other meat directors I know. Oh, yeah. And other meat directors in Illinois and other meat directors in other states. Yep. Egos are rampant in the sport, and we mentioned that during the interview as yep. well. So, and to wrap up that interview, 
Curly gave us his yes. least favorite thing, powerlifters say, for our two highlights topic of the yes. week. And I love this topic because I love getting on rants. I and feel, this, this one I literally pulled is pulled out like as you yeah. asked me that one day, like, hey, what do you want to do? Like, oh, this sounds like fun. Yeah. I was really happy with this. I was really excited about yeah. it. Yeah, so Charlie Blinkley Trump. talked about RPE, RPE, easy peasy. I hate <laughs> hearing that. I hate seeing E-Z-P-Z. Don't like seeing it. It yeah. annoys me. Okay. Uh, RPE in general, I, I, I like that one. RPE 8, RPE 9, RPE 10. It's all bullshit. I, I think it's dumb. Yeah. I don't like it. So, I mean, certain people use it correctly, but, you know, there are probably, you know, there are variations that go along with it. They are few and far between, and... The majority of people say RPE8. No, you almost died. Yeah. All right. So before we get into this, yeah, should we give our takes or get into the comments right away? Because um, the comments on this one, all of them struck home. Oh, they were so. All good. of them struck home just they were a bit. So good. And I, of course, was guilty of a few of them. Yeah. But you know what? I, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, improvise right now. Go ahead. Because I didn't mention this before shoot the show. From, shoot from the hip. Yeah, because we have our notes and all that kind of stuff. The one thing that now annoys me that powerlifters say, and you and I have been guilty of this. No, I've never done this. Yeah, you have. I think you, if we go <laughs> to the first episode, this is probably the first thing you said. <laughs> so it is talking to someone and or talking to a powerlifter who competed yep. at a meet. Yep. And they just say to a person thinking about powerlifting, oh, my God powerlifting is the greatest sport out there. There's no egos in it. There's They don't have egos They're like so bodybuilders. They're so supportive. They cheer each other on during the meets. <laughs> they, it's like you're never going to go to a meet and see – or you're never going to go to another sporting event and people cheering for you. Cheering for your opponents, yeah. Yeah, cheering for your opponents, cheering for your competition, making sure that no one gets hurt. It's like, oh, bro, can I spot you in the warm-up room? Everyone is super cool. It's not like that egotistical, self-centered bodybuilding stuff. I am to a point of sick of hearing it because, one – it's true to an extent. I'm just upset hearing it so many times when it is eventually – there are so many insecure, egotistical people in this sport, and we're all kind of guilty of having egos, but it's not that much better than bodybuilding. No. It's the, only, the only thing is meat. So if you go to a bodybuilding show, a lot of people say people try to psych you out, people try to Arnold you, people try sure, to sure. be charismatic and all that dumb shit. And twenty old motherfuckers coming in second. Yeah, and well, that was that was powerlifting, right? That's CT right <laughs> So, but people say that, and I kind of agree with that. Like, yeah, no one at powerlifting competitions really do that, but there are definite egos in powerlifting. Massive egos. There's people talking shit. There's people would, favoring other people. There's people not inviting other people to meets. There's I would, I would, that kind of stuff. This, like a local meet. I would, I would say probably one of the best meets. This is why I tell, I, and I've now changed how I say that. Yeah. Explaining that local meets and intro meets. Like, like the Illinois State meet. Yeah. I still stay by my statement. That is one of the best meets. If you are a new power lifter, that is one of the best meets you could possibly do. Mm-hmm. One, it's run very, very well. It was run very well when it was under Dick Zenzen. It's run very, very well now that it's under Eric Stone. Yeah. I can guarantee that. They haven't done it yet. I can guarantee it's going to be great. And as a general statement, it is a great meet because you have so many. There will be 200-plus lifters, and I would say probably 100 to 125 of them yeah. are all first-time lifters. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Those meets are great. And awesome meets. Once you get past that, yeah, and the local meets, like, like then is when you start getting the you get some side eyes, you get the the pettiness. Mm-hmm. 
that's when you start seeing it. You know, all right, and I will say just based on experience, I have not experienced this myself. Okay. Every meet I've been to has been great. Nationals, worlds, local meets, state, I mean, I've never done a state meet, but, I mean, they're essentially, you know, they're essentially, like, almost all local meets, in my opinion, because it seems like people within the area seem to compete more. Yeah. So, everyone's been really cool. I have not been a, it's not been a whole ego thing where we're trying to fight for platforms, that kind of stuff, and a team's kind of toughed me mm-hmm. out of a platform. I mean, actually, that was my first meet that yeah. kind of happened. So, that was my very first meet at Summer Bash, which so, still... Certainly will not mention those names. Yeah, we won't mention those names. No. No, I... No. I mean, if you want a Snapchat, you can get it. Hey. But, uh... Hey. <laughs> the Snapchat is pretty out there. But, um, but yeah, do we, do we, yeah, I don't know if in, inside jokes get... Follow Strength Insider. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Follow Strength Insider. They give us a lot of content with uh, the information with certain new, breaking news. Yes. That kind of stuff. Yes. So, I think I credit them during the interview. I gotta check again. But, I mean, I happened to first meet, but every single meet's been fine since then. But there are egos in the sport. Huge. Do not think there, there's not think there's egos in the sport. We mentioned Gracie V during the yeah. interview that we had. Still trying to get blocked by her. Very, very egotistical person. Yeah. I mean, do, I mean, doesn't allow certain people to lift at meets. That is, that's ego. It's like, okay, I have a problem with you. You're not lifting at my meet. And there's clicks. There's all that kind of there, stuff. It's all there. So it's there. For the most part, that is a true statement. And for all the comments it received, they are somewhat true. But... They are cliches once you hear it over and over again, oh, and it just gets annoying. Yeah, you bet. All right, so do you want to get yours or go into comments? Uh, I'll, I'll give mine, and, and this one was in the comments. Yeah, um, this one, I got this one a lot, too, because I think so, I know what you're going to say. Yeah, and, and it's, I'll get it at the meet. I'll get depth at the meet. I'll, no, I'll get it. So, so oh, I, so I all the way? All three, oh, all three, no. all three lists. All three lists. I'll get it at the meet. Yeah. I'll get it. It'll at be the there on the platform. And, and it's... So why are you trying to hit lists that aren't... In the meat on your workout this. <laughs> that's like, funny. that's the one thing. It's like, why are you even trying in the first place, man? I don't know. Two, out, two weeks out? Yeah, that's, what, that's what most people max, right? I've, I've heard people do that. Like, I've seen people, like, <laughs> you can't even make sense in two weeks, you, brother. It's, it, that blows my mind where it's, I'll get into the meat. Yeah. You very clearly will not. Yeah, Matt Wallace, 148, commented, it'll be there. It'll, it'll, be. it'll be there, meat day. Narrator, in fact, it was, it was not, not there. there I need that. No, there, that's there a good is, verbal meme. There is one, and I, I and I I know this individual, and I'm going to do my best to try to mask who they are. Okay. And their lockout is trash. Okay. So I consistently give them crap for this. Yeah. And and I will say this though. From the time I've met this person to now, their lockout is a million times better. It's okay. so much better. It's still fresh. Okay. Okay. Did they ever lock out? They do lock out, but I I, I I see it where they have literally at that last point where everything should be locked, but a slight hesitation. Yeah. And then it's a fight to get that thing locked out. Okay. See it all the time. Yeah. See, and it doesn't matter what they do, like the different conjugations they use, everything. They still have this this problem, and so I, I kind of, but it's always I'll get it to me. I mean, I get being confident. I get that stuff, not being too oh, yeah. negative on yourself. But then you can't keep telling yourself that and just repeat the same shitty training right. habits. I, I So I, I look at, like, my training this week. Yeah. Overall, it went really, really well. Mm-hmm. And I looked at different factors. I looked at, you know, I just had to max out on – not max out, but I had to do a heavy single on bench this week. 
345 for a single at an export, you know, crappy bar, crappy bench. Felt good. Slipping a slide all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, for, I, I call it the export PR because I very rarely go heavy at, at export because I don't trust their equipment and okay. I'm afraid I'm going to die. Yeah, that's actually a very good fear to have. And so, so I was, I was pretty stoked about that. It was like, good. It was good. Uh, then I went and I did, um, at a PR on squats, I did a, 25 second pause with 315 mm-hmm. because I just wanted to do that. Yeah. I regretted it deeply yesterday mm-hmm. when I was training because I was barely able to pull 630 because my legs were absolutely trashed. Okay. So I was like, yeah, I am gassed and I should not have done something that stupid. Yeah. Uh, see, you learn something every day, kids. You do. Yeah. So I so said that was a common one for me. So it, yeah, that, but that, it'll be there on meet day. Yeah. Um, now, so now there's, training like trash. there's still some truth to that. Like, say, uh, I think uh, someone commented on one of my videos, so I was concerned about my depth on squats. Sure. Someone was like, you know, a lot of top squatters cut depth short in training. They do that, and or they, they're just at that sweet spot. They're getting just parallel. Yep. Like, and on meet day, they, for one rep, they they're able to dip. They they're, no, they're able to dip just a bit, just a little lower than they're used to. Okay. Kind of find that sweet spot again, just getting below parallel, knowing what they get. I mean, some of them do bury it, but... If you if you aren't used to, your your back and hips are not going to be in a good state of affairs if you drop super hard and go ass to grass when you're totally not accustomed to doing that. So you might look at some injuries, and it, it could hurt some people in certain ways. But what this person telling me is like world class squatters, they are on the border of getting low. It's like and some of them cut their depth high in training occasionally. Like so, don't feel too bad. It's like because it's one session. Yeah, if you're doing it, if you're doing a one rep max during a meet, then you could be fine. But if it's a constant reoccurring problem, now you're you're, you're not going to teach a baseball player bad fundamentals their entire career. No, you're going to screw them up that way. So let's try to get away from that. Mm-hmm. Lift with proper form. Make sure you're hitting meat uh, or meat yeah, lifts. Hit the meat. Yeah, hit the meat. I mean, maybe not, you know, <laughs> apparently four days before a meet you're not supposed to. Yeah. So I've heard boxers do that, too. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> boxers and uh, mixed martial well, artists. Okay, do that. I have to spell this, for, all right? Okay. So, there are two schools of thought. Yes, it used to have that same mentality, like, yeah. man, three, three days Women weak in lanes, watch yeah. Rocky 1. Can't, can't do it, can't do it. Yeah. A fictional movie. <laughs> there, was a, there was a time in my life playing soccer many, many moons ago. Okay. That was an that was a pregame ritual. Yeah. Had to have it. Oh yeah. Well, Had to have it. Well, wait, hold on. All right, now now we're gonna get off into a way we are. different segue. We'll get into the comments later. Yeah. Or hopefully soon. But yeah, I mean everyone's seen No Nut November, right? Yep. No Nut November. Which I dude I heartily disagree by, by with the that. way, I just wanna let a lot of eighteen year olds to like twenty year olds know. If you don't it's actual literal in the sense. If you don't use it, you will lose it. Your body's going to be like, oh, we don't need to stop producing this anymore. And yep. your testosterone is not going to raise. It's going to it drop. down. Yeah. Don't do that, people. That is stupid. Um, moderation, of course. That's always fine. Balls. Two to three times a week. I don't know. But, yeah, that whole thing was for the birds. Yeah. And uh, boxers even say that. And mixed martial arts say it. It's like, no, we... No. It's like we have testosterone in our fight. It's I, like it doesn't help or hurt. It's like anything that relaxes us helps, but it's like the testosterone thing. It's like you need to actually use it or it's going to drop. So so I am a creature of habit. Yeah. And so, yes, it is 
before Big List, before Big Meat, like... Okay, I didn't need to know that. I'm yeah. not shaking your hand anymore after no. meets or before meets. No. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I just didn't do it myself. You could be, I don't know. Could be. I want him. Um, so... <laughs> Nick wasn't with me in England, so... Yeah. Very good point. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> son of a and the co-host for always never traveling with me again. Yeah. <laughs> That's a that's a good one, but yeah, it'll be the Army Day, very common one. Yeah. Um, here, speaking of mixed martial arts and boxers, yeah. Uh, age underweight commented anything that compares themselves to warriors, soldiers, or beasts. I'm, I'm I got go, that a lot. Yeah. So anything compares to warriors, soldiers, or beasts. A lot of people said uh, time time for war or uh, uh, ready for battle. Yeah, ready for battle. Time to grind. Yeah, grinding, that kind of stuff, that annoys the hell out of me. And in no case is there any sort of truth involved to it. People who say that compare themselves to a warrior, compare themselves to gladiators that are going out and lifting a barbell, hey, you got to stop. Please stop. Please don't do it. Please stop telling me how hard you work, too. Uh, this is actually a little bit more guilty for bodybuilders yeah. as opposed to uh, powerlifters. Powerlifters are definitely guilty of this. Yeah. Posting motivational quotes. Posting that kind of stuff, saying certain things. Time, yeah. Time to go to war. Time to go to battle. Stop. Please stop doing that. This is not battle. If it is, I love battle because it's the easiest thing in the world. And I know that's not true. It's not. It's It's, insulting. It's not. It's insulting and really just like this whole, uh, well, what's this thing? Like a little facade you're putting on of making this sport much harder than it was. I don't doubt that. Or harder than it is. Yeah. I don't doubt that you do work hard in the gym. Oh, yeah, for sure. We all do. I, yeah, but... The top thing is the sacrifice. It's not. You choose to do this. Yes. It's not... None, none of us... For none of us, it's our job. Yeah. Some... Very few people, it is their job. Very few. A very, very tiny... Actually, I think uh, on the broadcast they talked about this, too. People who actually, who actually make money lifting. Yeah. It is very few and far between. Oh, yeah. For sure. And, and even... I mean, even you think and about, you got to do other things. You don't... Yeah. You don't just lift weights. And you look at all... You got to make some dumbass videos of you, you know, getting a bottle broken over your head and then deadlifting. Yeah, hey, you could do that dumb shit. I love, I love Tom Fitton. Yeah, he. I. I guess I. I he's a cool guy, but if I he does that, if, if I'm in the vicinity of him doing that, or he entertains me. He, he does, man. I don't find it entertaining okay. because I'm like I'll just watch actual professional wrestling and watch them do that. And okay, you look cool. You're beer bonging and you're doing over at presses. The, the 500 pound. That's so cool, man. Beer bongs. That's dope. Come How on. How is that dope? That's, I just think that's cool. I. Don't all right. What a, he can all right. He can make his money. He can, he can do that stuff. He can do it for the grandma he wants. Yeah. I'm just like, dude, don't do it around me. Don't do it like if you ask me to pour the beer down and be like, all right, it's like spotting a rando. Right? I'll do it. It's like whatever. okay, man, I'll do it. Like oh, it's a cute, fun and cool, and cute, <laughs> so awesome. It's like all right. You I can, hope you do come you to the so you can meet him. I know, and I, I I bet he's a cool everything. I do a cool like, dude, super cool nice. that guy, and I do respect the hustle. I don't mind that, but. No, you, you I'm never, just never doing it myself. You never want to knock the hustle. Yeah, do that. I, 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 I wouldn't do it myself, but at the same time, I'm not looking. So the point is, yeah, you got to do other stuff than just lift. Yeah, you got to do some maybe some dumb shit, maybe send some good videos, maybe be super informational, maybe do some stuff with nutrition. Yeah, that that all works. With you, bio lane. Yeah, that all works. Yeah. So that's all good and dandy. So those people get paid. We don't get paid for the most part. Nope. And, and this is not war, kids. It's not. It's not. No, it's not. It and is it's nothing like that. And you know what? I'm going to go on to Santa's. It's not even that hard. It is. Comparatively, no. Power. I'm going with sports here. No. All not. the sports. It's not. 
it could be hard to some people. It could be difficult for some because people maybe it's not lift weights. They don't like how they feel. They don't like the, the the aspect of it, the danger behind it. Which okay, whatever. So if you're a baseball player or golfer, yeah, I guess the danger is more greater too <laughs> compared know, to that. Hundred mile or fastball flying in your face? Uh, maybe. I mean, if <laughs> you're if you're getting hundred, if you're playing in that league, yeah. I, but if you're not playing in that league, even still, like eighty mile. I mean, eighty mile is yeah. fairly fairly. Well, I mean, I'll be I'll be curious to look up statistics on you know, certain yeah. sports injuries, but. Here's here's what I'm going to say about powerlifting. It is the easiest sport I have ever done in my life. Simplest for sure. I don't know easiest, but simplest. Most simple. I get to do it on my own time. Sure. I get to make really no sacrifices at all to it. It's like Uber for sports. Pretty much. Yeah. Wow. All right. I know. I, I shouldn't, be, yeah, I shouldn't be doing that. But you, it, it, it's really easy for me. Yeah. I am better at individual sport. I don't have to rely on too many teammates. They don't have to rely on me, which is probably better. Probably, yeah. Because I wasn't a very good baseball player or football player. Still currently, currently a shitty baseball player. So I wasn't good at those sports. Those sports, I I used to work my ass off in baseball. I used to work Glad you got it back. hard. Yeah. Uh, and the baseball ass was still there. Okay. But it looks great in baseball pants. But I worked my ass off in that sport. I worked my ass off in football. Yep. The best I was in those sports was mediocre. And I worked fucking hard on my own time. Yeah. Not burning, not doing practice. I would go to practice and practice. I would go, yeah, AI, I, I, I need, AI, I needed it. Yeah. Alan Iverson didn't need practice, I need practice. Sure. So I needed to go sure. to practice and then either before practice or after practice, I was working still. And guess what? I didn't even go to the varsity tryouts because I knew I wasn't, I would have made varsity, I wouldn't have played varsity. Big difference. Football, I started my senior year. Only highlight. Powerlifting, I'm pretty good. You're, I'll give myself yeah. a pretty good. You have knives. Yeah, I got some knives to show for it. Yep. I'm in world rankings. Yeah. This is an easy this is Wait, the easiest sport I have ever done. World ranked lifter? Yeah. Is I'm full zero? Yeah. Wow. I mean like two hundred. He's doing like, ranked. He's like the same person. Yeah, pretty much. So I, I'm there. I'm in rankings. <laughs> Another burner account. Yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm currently in rankings. I'm not as bad as I am at this sport as I was baseball, football, and that's not even talk about the other sports that I'm like I'm not even going to try because I'm really bad at them. Soccer is one of them. People think people actually thought like I'm like this big soccer player. I'm like, nope, I just really like it. That's yeah, that's kind of an Instagram thing. You, I think you looked enough in a Juventus jersey, people. I think it's funny that people are, people are surprised that I am the soccer player. Yeah. and you were not. Yeah, I mean Juventus is in my background too. It's but very true. That's I do get pissed off, and it's not war. Stop trying to compare yourself to people. No, and if you, if you have to tell yourself that you're working hard, or tell me that you're working hard, you're not working hard. No, and it's, and you're really not. You're having fun. Yeah. We're having a blast. We're having fun. I'm having a blast. I'm having a blast doing this. I get to go lift weights with my friends and then go eat afterwards. It's great. Yeah, it's great. I love uh, it. I got a couple of them on here. Uh, Alice Watts a lot. Oh, cool. Yeah. Got Alexandra, former, former one co-host, host, right? One of our guest hosts. So maybe we'll see her around again. Who yeah. Knows? But, uh, she thinks it's gestures that annoy her more. Slamming 315 for no apparent reason drives me up the wall. Slamming weights. Don't drop your deadlift. Slamming Don't or slam dropping? Okay. Both. Either way. Okay. No, I there's there's a fine line between putting drop. it down to meet standards, right. making a sound. Totally fine with that. Yeah. But dropping it, slamming it, I agree. That drives me nuts. Yep. I agree with that one. Uh, I'm going to save that one here. <laughs> also, it's not because it's going to trigger some people when eventual lifters try to say they are power lifters. Mike Roosh. Uh, I love uh, you, bud. 
Um, I would qualify them as powerlifters. I would as well because I'm not going to. Because what am I going to say? I'm a bench only guy. I'm not going to tell Barzini he's not a powerlifter. So is it? So if, but if yeah, no, I wouldn't either. Yeah. But if you were deadlift only, it would be the same rule, probably, right? I I I'm not going to say you're not a powerlifter. No, I'm not either. I'm just I'm asking not. based on: Are you specifying bench only? In, are you specifying com- deadlift comments, only? In this comment, he's okay. What he's saying. So. Um, <laughs> I threw this out there in my in my uh, in my comments uh, that I put on there. Drew Carroll, hi, I'm Robert Bain. Yeah, people people who say that are pretty annoying. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm sick of hearing it. Yeah, I can understand that. Which I'm like, why do you keep on saying that to me? Yeah, I like know. I know your fucking name, dude. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. Hear my own name. Yeah, the like biggest yeah the biggest one so far has been the warrior thing. That like one. This one kid just kind of. Um, uh, Matt Robinson commented, let's go to war. You're picking up things and putting things down. You're not on bad field. Shut the fuck up. Yep. I like that one. Yeah. it's That's legit. Yeah. The uh, Okay, this is a big one, and I, I'm i guilty of this. I think you're probably guilty of this. I'm sure I am. It's uh, anything that revolves to the disdain of doing cardio or saying anything over five reps is cardio. First cardio all, is stupid. Sir. Cardio sucks. First of all, cardio is lame. That I kind don't of speak Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> That's another that's another <laughs> that's another shitty dad joke that involves cardio. Yes. I yes. am guilty of this too. Powerlifters are guilty of this. It has to be annoying to a point. I don't do a lot of stuff when it comes to cardio and I do have fun with it because it's to be honest. Yeah, I mean reason, neither, and there's no need to for me at least. The the reason why I have fun with it is because as a general statement, most civilians do not relate to anything we do. Yeah, pretty much. But sitting around not doing cardio, they relate to that. Yeah. So that's, that's the only way I can relate to them in many cases. Yeah. So uh, I let that go. But do I say that a lot when I'm at the gym? Yes. And it's dumb and it's stupid. Yeah, and I think those people are like, man, it's, I don't know if they are just sick of just hearing it so many times. Like, a bad joke is a bad joke. If you say a joke enough time, it's going to become still, bad. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to become bad eventually. Yeah. Like, it could have been funny, like, oh, I don't do cardio. Cardio is lame. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it was funny for, like, 15 seconds. And then we kept on saying it. Because I'm even guilty of now. Someone's like, oh, I got to do cardio. I'm like, why the hell would you do that? And they're like, oh, all right, man. Or they say I'm going to go for a run on purpose. Let's... Yeah. Yeah. I used to actually do a lot of cardio. I used to be a 5K guy. I used to be a 10K guy, too. I did a ton of cardio, too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm talking about while I was powerlifting. Oh. I was. Um, I also used to do 10Ks. I did. I didn't do the, the that running stuff, but I did strongman for, I mean, a solid year. Yeah. Um, oh, that's cardio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would count that. I would do, I would, yeah, I did all types of different stuff for strongman. And I, that I enjoyed. Tire flipping, uh, the yoke, yoke runs, I really, really enjoyed doing that. So if I have to do cardio, I, I would do that all day long. Yeah. All right. So we got another one. Uh, Eric Bentley, powerlifter, said, uh, calling yourself weak or talking shit about your own lifts for attention, even when you know you're impressive. Yeah, that's pretty annoying too. Self deprecation yeah. can be funny, but also be really annoying. Um, it's like no makeup. Yeah. The filter no makeup. Yeah. Like you're still kind of hot, and we know you're posing, and we know that you're. You probably took like three selfies before this. Like we just want a picture of you looking really shitty. Yeah. Like you're not looking as shitty as you can. <laughs> You're wearing no makeup. We understand that, but let's. Yeah, it's a Chelsea Peretti skit too. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea Peretti had a funny bit on that, but like it's the same thing for certain lifters. Like, uh, shitty one rep max of seven fifty. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's no big deal or anything. It's like, oh, we all know it's a big deal. I could be guilty of self deprecating too, um, but yeah. occasionally I do think my lifts are shit when I don't. Like, uh, I think at some. Like when I trash my bench. 
Like yeah. Oh oh, no one commented that. Every powerlifter has a shitty bench. Like, oh, dude, my bench sucks anyways. Yeah. No, no it doesn't. And I, you know what? I'm going to call him out right now. Mitch, do you know what I said? Yeah. He says this all the time. I'm part of Team Poverty Bench. I'm like, you're 165 and have a 355 bench press. I might punch him in the face. That is a fucking bench press. That is a legit bench press. Is he, you don't, is he legit have a 355? Yes. I'm going to punch him in the face. Yeah. See him. A good 355. He's got a ridiculous bench. Yeah. And he's you, the part of – oh, and same thing, Aubrey Hogan, I think he said to me, he's like, my bench is trash. He's 165. He's getting close to fours. I might body slam him. <laughs> he's a beast. He's an absolute stud. Everyone says they suck at bench, and I don't even know who they're comparing themselves to because I so, guess out so of all I, three so lifts – I say I suck at bench, but I'm also comparing myself to Steve Brock and Barzi. Yeah. And I'm comparing myself to Orhi and all those guys, which yeah. Yeah, I suck at most things when compared to, like, you know, John to Hack the best and of the Gibbs. Best. Yeah. But those guys – I'm pretty sure those are fucking, like, beast numbers. I guess if you, Tyler Atwood, yeah. T. Atwood, I mean, if you compare it to him, you're not doing as good. But no one mentioned that. Actually, the new one that I come up, came yes, up yeah, with. I, I, the self-deprecating I, bench where most people or a lot of people have a decent bench, decent enough bench, and especially the guys who just mentioned. Sorry to call you out like that, guys, but yeah. uh, self-deprecating. Because I think I got – Caught like at nationals when I missed my two deadlifts, no, yeah, and I yeah. still walked away with best overall, and I got the cool ass bar yeah. yes. to go with it, which we both did. Thank you very much. Very good. Yes. God, that was so good. That they that split up the so, days. So we so all wonderful. got prizes. So we got toys. So that's a good meat director right there. Except that me and Tatum got drunk, and you weren't able to. Yeah, that the next sucked. day. Yes, that that that, that did suck. But. Well, um, shout out to the uh, Grand Rapids Hilton Garden Inn because my bar tab was all of like forty dollars for drinking for six hours. Yeah, Jesus. You thought, all right, well, that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. But I remember I missed two deadlifts and I was upset about it. And I, I won best overall and I kind of didn't care. Yeah, or I kind of didn't care because I'm like that wasn't the goal. The goal was hits over seven hundred. Yeah, so the PRs, yada yada yada. People are like you still won best overall. Stop self deprecating. Like, I'm 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 legitimately I was legitimately upset. Yeah. Then like it's it's my goals that I had. I understand I won best overall, yada yada yada. But it, but I guess I'm guilty of that occasionally. Occasionally. Like if I don't get like a fifth rep on like a five hundred squat, like, oh man, I wish I got it. I chickened out through like he's got four. So quick being I'll be doing that in two weeks. Oh nice. Yeah. I'll be doing I did I did four ninety five. I thought that was very four. Nice. Very nice. I felt good. Uh yeah, so that was a good one, Eric Bentley. Sick comments. Alright. I, I I gotta throw this one out. Someone just commented so true. So true, all right. On what exactly? All right. Uh, All of them? Thanks. Dixie Salerno, Miss Mom Bob, Bod, uh, don't be a pussy. Yeah. This comment infuriates me. It doesn't infuriate me, but I understand why it infuriates women specifically. Yeah. Women specifically understand that. My human rights teacher in high school talked about how degrading it is to constantly call people pussies. Yes. When it's just like, okay, you're a female body part. You're being soft and weak, and I'll let you take this one. Okay, so I'm stealing this a little bit from, from a few different sources, but uh, Betty White actually is one that made the, the joke the first time, and I thought it was hysterical. Okay. That you you want to see, see some legit strength? Watch a woman give birth. And you know where that comes from? It comes from a fucking vagina. Yeah. That is an incredibly powerful muscle system. That yeah. Whole, the whole of the birth canal, like... You want to see what's soft, sensitive? Look at a pair of nuts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. You flick some dude's balls, he's on the floor. Yeah, or just uncomfortable for, like, 10, 15 yeah. minutes. Like, so just that weird feeling in your stomach. I would strive to be a pussy. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. 
No, I agree. That I yeah, I, I may start using like be a pussy. Yeah. Be a pussy. Yeah. I don't I, be a boss. Again, because I actually do like calling people pussies. Yeah. It's a fun thing for me to say. But I I agree where sheep that probably pisses her off as being a female. Yeah. And just in general, like the whole fallacy of it, just yeah, te- yeah testicles and that kind of stuff are super sensitive. They are. And you can't really do anything to them. Like you can't do like you seriously can't like. You can't hit them too hard. Nope. You can't. It's like, oh shit, yeah. that hurt. They're super sensitive. Dude, you get okay. Like, you get it, yeah, area, it's the most sensitive thing in the world. You get that area on my body grazed. part, definitely. You get that area grazed, and that could put you on on your back for a second. Yeah, I think it has to be the most sensitive body part, right? Maybe eyes. On a dude. Yeah, on eye. Would eyes? Be I can bad? touch my eyeball though. Yeah, but like, like yeah. you got to kind of like. Yeah, so you're you're taking longer though. I mean, I could do the same thing with my nuts. I just did, but if I punch myself in the nuts, <laughs> if I if I punch myself in the, why did I punch myself on the? If eye? someone punches me it in the eyeball or pokes me in the eye, I'm like, I can't see. It's super sensitive. Punches his ball. Yeah, well, I I could. You're you're missing the point. We yeah. had to like kind of we had to we did, we did, position we ourselves to touch but, our eyeballs. But it's regardless. It is yeah, a very it's sensitive. Area. Top three sensitive part of 100%. my body. 100%. And I think all time. Mount Rushmore of most sensitive things. Oh, yeah. Is ball, probably ball testicles. Is a ball yeah, testicles. Yeah, good comment. I like that. Yes. It's not even... I guess pilots say that a lot, huh? I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, well, I usually call Mitch a, uh, a bitch and stuff. That's fine, though. Yeah. That's okay. I, I usually call him that. But that, that that's another one of those things. Because <laughs> the females are called that a lot. Yeah. And then you're calling that a male to kind of... Yeah. You know. Feminize them, and that's supposed to be bad. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, my friend Sean Johnson, Will Sean, 1987. Uh, I can't do it without my belt, or I can't do it without my special brand of shoes. You know, the 5,000 model. I can't use these 3,000s. Well, I definitely need a belt. My my wraps. <laughs> I got the wrong socks on. I'm Basically, every excuse you can think of is what yeah. he's going through. Uh, I kind of enjoyed this, because um, we kind of went back and forth in our DMs. Uh, I don't lift with kilo plates, only with pound plates. I don't lift with pound plates, only with kilo plates. That's not the bar I normally use, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I didn't throw that you forgot. Uh, I only use a mono. I drove my car, not my minivan today. Not my president. The door's open, so I can't train today. There's a ton of excuses. Some are valid. Some are. Some are valid. Some. Uh, I cannot lift. I can't max out without a belt. I'm going to need that. I, I'm going to go. I, I'm going to need to. I'm going to. I'm going to go to. If I'm going to a meet, I need my belt. Yep. But you know what? Just piggy. The excuses thing is all prefaced by the same quote. Not the meet I expected today. Yep. Not the meat I trained for today. Kind of di- disappointed with my performance today. That is the preface to every single excuse in the book afterwards. Yeah. Judges were good, uh, which occasionally can't be the case. But, uh, like, uh, warm-ups weren't great. Um, dieting wasn't great. Uh, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or, I mean, what I ate before night, uh, the cut was bad. I, that I kind had, of stuff. It's like I've you're going to get all the excuses after. I've had food poisoning since Thursday. What? Yeah. These, wait, hold on. You're referring to someone right now? I might be. Okay. <laughs> I think. I've had food poisoning, and I somehow didn't weigh in. It happens. Yeah, it, it happens. It, uh, well, what are you going to do? Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, I'm sorry. No, I, I, I'm, I, I'm ignoring phone calls right now, people. And no, there, there's. <laughs> I'm kind there, of. There's one individual who. Supposedly had food poisoning, yeah. but didn't make weight. How does that work? How does that happen? I don't know. That, that's not possible. I'm not sure. 
You know what? Because I think I know what you're talking about, and if you're listening to the show, what's up? I know he was kind of a butt end of a lot of jokes this week. He was, and I and I and I kind of disagree on certain things with it. I, but I disagree with everything. The only thing I want to know is how do you get food poisoning and not make weight? That's all I want to know. Because I don't know, like I, I don't know. Because I I, I kind of kind of glossed over that yeah. completely. Because I was like, okay, you got food poisoning, and I kind of was like, I but the meat wasn't bad. No, he still got best lifter. Actually, it's kind of, kind of reminded me of that. Yeah, did he get best lifter? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I saw certain things with another doing? another squat depth kind of thing, and Dude, I saw a little too. I saw a little uh, Instagram pissing contest. Yeah, which, I saw some of that. Whatever, it's fine. But I, I was thinking like you Sweet. said, food poisoning. Not, not knocking him. Yeah. All I'm saying is, how do you get food poisoning? Not like wait. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. That, well, I mean, certain things are legitimate excuses, and all those things can be excuses, but it's just always prefaced by, and it's we just said there's truth to be said in all these. There's truth to be said in excuses. Yeah. It's just a cliche, and it annoys me sometimes to say you, you. But you kind of already know who's going to say it, though. At certain meets, you know who's going to say, "Well, not to meet I expected." Trying to plug your phone. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying not to either. Yeah, if you need to, man, go ahead. Oh well, no, I'm looking. I could, yeah. I could. I'm trying to multitask right now. Yep. I mean, I'm looking at my phone the entire thing. Yeah, you know. Um, I think really though, like you, you can be satisfied with your meat that you hit PRs that are. Are we ever truly satisfied with the meat? No, we're not. You're not. Where we, I feel like I was occasionally because if I hit a PR and I, I know you were, like, happy. I have, you were happy at Worlds. You were happy at Worlds. Yeah. Well, I mean, you kind of had to in the in the hotel room when I kind of looked and my lockout wasn't strong and my bench pause wasn't, but that was more the judging than anything. But yeah. I was kind of irked about that and just different technique kind of things, just trying to perfect things. Like I was that's what I didn't die. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I remember you were like, I'm going to punch you if you keep on overanalyzing. <laughs> I think I did say that. Yeah, yeah I'm going to punch you if you keep on overanalyzing a nine for nine day. But I have my ideas of perfect meets. Yeah. Worlds is perfect. Uh, nationals. I was ecstatic after Nationals. The one, the first one we competed. First one, yeah. Like, so, not Grand Rapids. Yeah. Um, did that one, nine for nine, hit PRs, yeah. broke records, won best overall. Yeah. Like, that's my idea of a perfect meet. So, I'm satisfied with a nine for nine day hitting my PRs. Yeah. That's me. I mean, do I leave way on the platform? Yeah, but I'm hitting my I'm hitting my numbers. You you stuck to the plan. Yeah, I stuck to a plan that's kind of hard to do. I don't care if I leave. Let's, let's take it back. I, I, I want to read I, on every show. How do you stay on plan? Just stick to the damn thing. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I mean, a certain power lifter that I can't go entire show without power lifter. I'm putting that in air quotes. Uh, doesn't think they should go nine for nine. That's super overrated. We talked about that. Do they even list? Because they apparently didn't meet at the Minnesota State meet. Nope, they don't. Yeah, I mean it's easy to not go nine for nine there. Yeah, go for nine is actually success in their book. Over three. All right, got any more comments for that one? You uh, see any more? So let me pull some of these. Da, da, da. Oh, Neighborville, Illinois local said the best of the best. No idea what that has to do with anything, but yeah, okay, that's yeah. spam. You're yeah. spam, it is, bud. It is spam. Um, tag the, the post itself in the I'm trying to find the other ones where I'm like, these aren't sayings. You're just doing. You're just saying things, things that, that annoy you. Yeah, things that are just annoy you in general. Uh, Nicholas James said, uh, he's a bodybuilder. I know. Him. Yeah. What's up, Nick? Uh, nah, we don't need to cut. Well, no, no. Uh, I, let me restart that. Nah, we don't diet. We just cut water three days before the meat. I don't know exactly why that upsets him. Yeah. Is it because the diet part is like, the water cut he three days before? Or he's just upset that we don't prepare or prep for a show or a meet through a diet? 
Or is it smarter to diet as opposed to doing a water cut? I don't know about these things. So, I'm trying to figure out what's triggering them. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I asked on a couple of them. I asked why, and then it just kind of stopped. Yeah. Uh, that deadlift kit, XYZ muscle. Fo- oh, yeah, muscle firing. This muscle wasn't firing. Oh, God. Uh, actually, yeah, so he's like, yeah, that deadlift kit, XYZ muscle wasn't firing. It's horseshit. Just be just be better or improve technique. Yep. Yep. Um, JP Carroll had a really good article on this. Mm-hmm. He's talking about misgrooving benches. And you it's like. You can't do that on a raw bench. Yeah. You it's can't. Like, miss, yeah. I've heard a lot of people say, oh, she just. You misgrooved. I just misgrooved in my opener. No, you just suck. And then, yeah, that's what he says. Like you're technically weak. You're just te- you can't misgroove on any of it. And I never understood what misgroove meant. Yeah, if, you, if what's you were... misgrooving? Not gripping the bar because I think someone's told me that, and I think the Fit Expo. Like, oh, mm-hmm. she just misgrooved her bench, and I was like, I, I never heard it before. Mm-hmm. I was like, what's misgrooving? And they didn't have a great. I thought it was not gripping the weight and it slipped no, out of hands. No, no, no. So, so a misgroove is, again, this is if you're lifting in a bench suit. Okay. Uh, I'm glad he caught it by his correct name. Yeah, bench shirt, <laughs> sir. So when you're, when you're pulling it down, because there really is there's a very very narrow window that you can pull that, pull the arms through because of the way that the shirt is constructed. And if you get out of that, then the shirt's, you're not going to move the bar. Mm-hmm. It's not going to come down. And so that's what a misgroove is. Yeah. Because you did you didn't go and basically what it is it's more of a, like a sweeping motion kind of a and it's tough for me to explain this um, in the microphone but it's more of a sweeping uh, curve versus a straight up and down. Okay. And that so, makes sense. So when you're coming down on that curve again if you don't do that correctly then the venture is basically going to stop. Okay. And so that's a misgroove. All right. You can't do that raw. Okay. Yeah, that's one thing you're commonly. That's a big common one. And unless you're lifted equipped, you're wrong and you're done. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? I'm, I'm – okay, it didn't really put a name down. Uh, Power Chingoa? I don't know. What? I don't know. Let's see if you can read it. Uh, you can't – Power Chingoa? Power Chingoa? I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. You can't get lean and keep strength? Yeah, you could totally do that. I just choose not to. Yeah, but you could do that. Yeah. Well, you do. I agree. I mean, lean to an extent, but yeah. I mean, compared to me, you're extremely lean. Oh yeah, very. Yeah. But I see. I seen you do the vacuum. Your vacuum's legit. Yeah. Did you see it? Yeah, you put it on Instagram, dude. Not a vacuum. Oh yeah, that's kind of that. It's not a legit vacuum. Can you see ribcage? Uh, I'm just flexing my abs. You're flexing your abs. Your Adonis belt was legit. I'll give you that. Okay. Actually, I don't even know what that is. Um, <laughs> it's the real peg. What? What? I don't. What's it? Adonis, the Adonis belt? belt. It's the the divots that. Oh. Yeah. I heard I I just refer to it as a V. Okay, so the V, yeah. So yeah. you have to post that once. I'm gonna segue this. Um, I was looking through my stories. Yours popped up, and without looking at the name, my wife goes, "Oh, who's that?" I'm like, "Really?" <laughs> <That's> <laughs> she goes, "No, who is it?" I'm like, "Are you are you actually fucking asking me this?" <laughs> she looks up. She goes, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Yeah. All right, uh, and. I forgot she, to mention this one. She will attest. I used to have that, actually. Oh, nice. There was a time. I don't doubt that. You were quite the lean fellow. I was, I was lean, dude. Yep. Uh, at mom who lifts, new women beginning to lift or have been oh, for God, a short time, saying, I just really want to tone this area. When I was first getting into lifting and doing the whole, you know, vacuum thing, whatever yep. you just mentioned, and having the V, yep. uh, like, really concerned about that. Yeah. 
girls would often ask, like, how do I tone this area? And I always hated that question, and this uh, this uh, person obviously hates that too. Yep. Uh, to- you got to muscle to tone it. So tone it, please. Do you, do you know? What I mean, it feels stupid repeating this because it feels tone like, looks like yeah, muscle. Yeah, you got to muscle there. Um, your flat ass is not going to just be no. toned out. It's like you got to get some size there, and you got to put some fat on it. You don't want to like bulky. Yeah, you want to look bulky. Oh, yeah, the bulky thing's stupid. So I want to tone my only my stomach. It's like okay, guess you could do that if you have a strong core and strong developed abs, but you have to work out to do that. So, yeah, that specific muscles, like, I just want to tone my underarm, like, triceps. Like, yeah, like, oh, you got to build a tricep. Yeah. Like, you just got to get muscle there. So, I can understand why that upsets her. Let's let the suit away. And that's a little bit different from the powerlifting. It's more, it's also for strength athletes, too. So, we got some, a few bodybuilders in here, not too many. But, yeah. Those were some, those were some good ones. Some great comments. Thank you, everybody who uh, who reached out. Did we, did we reach a century mark on this one? I, I definitely did with my last one. Uh, no, I'm at 78. Okay. Well, it's still pretty damn good. Combined, like we that. came very close. I think we hit, we hit 97. Yeah. So, so not bad. Uh, yeah, the last one I knew was going to get the transgender lifters. Yeah. I knew that was going to get a lot. But, yeah, it, it was a good comment. Um, this guy just said, good job. All right, well, that's a weird one. Damn. <laughs> good job, man. Damn. Come on. What do you want? That's not a no. It's just in quotes. It's in quotes, though. I'm telling you, it's spam. No, he follows me. Oh, follows by McKendry Powerlifting. Really? Yeah. Oh, not spam, man. I'm telling you, just good job. Yeah, no, that's over troll at least. It's not a good job though. Yeah, I'm still calling spam because they just said good job in quotes. Comments for likes and or follows, calling it. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. There's a technique to it. So I think, but don't you have to put like keep on getting keep on, better, keep on the content. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, what was the other one? Oh, yeah, I was looking for ones who just didn't. <laughs> I hate cardio. What do I torture myself? Yeah, so I told you. With the crash shot. Yep. Uh, up, up, up. That was another one. <laughs> that one's starting to trigger me just a little bit recently. Up, your, up, up. How about your shins are bleeding? Yeah, shins are bleeding. <laughs> Strength athletes don't say that. Just dickheads on Instagram. Yeah, yes, yes. Yep. All right, so that's going to do it for a two-way life topic of the week. And our show is over two hours. It is. It so is. we're not going to be able to get to technique tip of the week, even though you guys are dying to hear it. We're I'll come back get with two to, next week. Huh? I'll come back with two next week. Or we can just do one each. We can split it 50-50. And uh, we'll also get the two wireless questions. Again, I have a lot of questions stockpiling here, so yeah. we'll get to some of those. And we'll have a topic up as well. I don't Larry know Wheels has is, done but... something in the last two weeks. We'll go over yeah. that. Too. Oh, yeah, Larry Wheels done something. Our short-lived full Sarah watch is done. Yeah. She unfollowed Bane. I might follow her back and see what happens. Oh, just go on a just weird... Go, go, yeah. she, oh, dude, recently someone, I don't know who they are, just keeps on unfollowing and following me and unfollowing and following me, and I know, like, exactly what the thing is, so uh, I noticed it. Ma- Massonomics has a similar... Yes, version. they do that a lot. Yes, and they just, every time they, That's annoying. they refollow, they post it in their story. Yeah. You should do that. Okay. Every time the person refollows you, just tag them. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Uh, but this person refollows, unfollows, 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 refollows, unfollows, Jesus. and it, it drives me nuts, so I might just do it to this keep, keep until I get blocked. Just keep a count. Yeah. How many, time, how many times do they unfollow you? Yeah, right? I think I blocked someone for doing that. I was just getting on my nerves. They do. But I might, I might do that. To, <laughs> yeah, this is way too much coverage I give this person. But the trigger. The trigger's real, man. The trigger's just, ah, it's geez, so real. I get so triggered. <laughs> but, yeah, we're going to have two wildlife stop of the week. I don't know what that's going to be. That's going to be up sometime in the middle of the week. Yep. 
Um, thank you to Iron Authority. Yeah. We got two episodes up. Keep on looking. We'll probably get this up. We're, we're going to try for every Monday, people. Yep. It is a loose date. For now. But we're on iTunes. We're on iTunes. I can we, finally announce it, it on. We yeah. made it, fam. We are on iTunes. So be sure to subscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Just keep on doing that repeatedly. No, just so we can- subscribe, rate us. Give us, give, a give us a five-star rating, leave a review, yes. something we can work on. Uh, don't be too mean. <laughs> Tell everybody, seriously, say how much you like Angelo's voice. We, yeah. we got it. it yeah. And, you know, people it's not as good. me. Please don't give Angelo some compliments. Yeah, it'll be great. You know, so, his listening far outweighs mine, but at least I have the voice. So Yeah. But. yeah. So, yeah, uh, on iTunes, five-star review. Yep. Leave a comment, leave a review for us as well. That would be greatly appreciated. And... That's going to do it for this installation of Two White Lights. Yes, sir. I'm the bad guy. The I'm the co-host guy. formerly known as Enzo. I'm the fat guy at being 316. And we'll see you guys next week. Deuces.